And welcome back to episode 73 of the Unpaid and Underrated Podcast. We are a podcast by crew for crew. I'm one of your hosts, Big Keith, and I'm joined as always by my favorite co-host here, Big Joey. Your favorite? Aw. So far. I mean, Ke- Kevin is a close second. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's right there, but, uh, you know... I'm a I'm a creature of habit. That you've been here for 99.9 of them, like you know, you edge him out. And we also are joined by our special crew guest this week, Big Jack and Ginger himself, Big Ryan. Howdy, how are you guys doing? Wonderful, my friend. Well, Ryan, what are you drinking this week, buddy? Let's just dive right in. I am drinking uh, some sort of. I'm guessing a grocery store brand. It's called Simple Truth Organic Seltzer Water, a tangerine lemongrass. Ooh. Now is that is it more is it more tangerine or is it more lemongrass? You would say definitely definitely tangerine. Uh, you know, it's very essenced. It's not super. Well, you don't you don't want heavy lemongrass. You can't go too heavy on the lemongrass, right? It's true. This is true. I don't know what I'm talking about. Lemongrass is. Li- I'm not sure what lemongrass even tastes like. <laughs> it's honestly, it-, it tastes like if you rolled a lemon in grass and ate it. Like it's- that sounds bad. <laughs> no, it's delicious as shit. Okay. But you definitely don't want to go too far into the lemongrass realm. It makes sense for a seltzer because it's very essence and like, you know, yeah. lemongrass is a lemon essence, you know, ingredient. It's Yeah, it's literally lemon essence to grass. So, <laughs> I got a pretty good one this week. I can't, I don't think I've had it yet uh, on the podcast. It's a uh, Wegman sparkling water, uh, watermelon flavor. And it's really good. Um it literally just tastes like kind of like just watered down watermelon, like like the watermelon juice that's left if you have it like in the you know the bottom of a bowl or something. Uh, so it's, it's pretty tasty. I'm I'm a fan. I give it a I give it a three point seven five. Okay, so like, what's better then, fake watermelon or real watermelon flavor? Mm-hmm. Like like watermelon Jolly Ranchers versus like an actual uh, watermelon. Watermelon, I think, but this is good because it's got the carbonate. Like, whereas watermelon's like almost flat, if you will, whereas this is like you know spike carbonated. So, uh, ironically, I've been like my wife's been buying watermelon maybe like once every two weeks or so, just like some pre-cut up stuff. We're paying way too much for it, but it's like you know, just, it's you know, it's healthy-ish for you. So I'm like, wait, it is kind of weird. Like the same day, I'll have like one of these, and then I'll eat some watermelon, and I, I kind of do have to go like, hmm, which one is? They're both good, but. This is more refreshing almost because there's, I never have the risk of this being over soft like a watermelon might be if it's kind of like, you know, sitting in the fridge a little bit too long. So, yeah, I'm definitely uh, a watermelon, like the actual fruit, like the watermelon flavor doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I, I actually like both and for different reasons. That's interesting. Um, I have something new. So, the store that I go to um, to buy my ghost energy drinks and pay way too much for them, mm-hmm. uh, they tend to import from all over the world. So I have something from Korea. I think it's from Korea. I honestly don't know. This could be wrong. But the label honestly has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven languages on it. Mm-hmm. And the last one is English. Um, yeah. It says serve right. cold. Go ahead. Are any of those languages uh, ones that you wish you had learned or, or, or one, you know? To to hark to harken back to one of our uh, questions. Yeah. So drank met stukias kos goljeldel, citroenen, munsmach sukir on zoe stefan. Then you have bevanda anel kolchika con pezet. So that's Spanish. Boson offru plate, which is French. Anyway, so this is a Mentos drink. 
This is called a non-sparkling Mentos lemon and mint with jelly bites. That doesn't sound good. (laughs) No, uh, so they had three. Like the breath mint company Mentos? Yeah. And I I love Mentos. I love Mentos. I love soft mints. The black licorice ones they have are fantastic. So I saw these and I bought three of them. And I had an apple flavor, a berry flavor, and then I saved the lemon and mint because I figured it's going to be the best one for today. But I will warn you, there's literal gel. Do you remember Orbits back in like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. how it had those yeah, little bump, jelly? Little, yeah. yep. It has those, but bigger and grosser. So every once in a while, like you can't drink this. You have to sip it or you get a mouthful of boogers. <laughs> that's, that's interesting so anyway we're gonna try this on camera oh. let's all listen to jody you know suck up some boogers it's got a, that was a healthy crack that last crack yeah. on the first can wasn't that great yeah citrus and mint don't sound like a uh winning combo oh, to me we'll it see. does and it smells fantastic okay except for the boogers that's amazing <laughs> like absolutely that's incredible that is exactly as it's supposed to taste mentos knows what they're doing man one fun thing about this though um trying to read it here because again there's almost no english um there's no salt there's no sugar no there's a there's four grams of sugar so this is a pretty decent macro is it a booger sugar it is booger sugar. <laughs> so as far as Mentos, do you guys think, like, I think I've seen more Mentos commercials in my life than I've ever consumed a Mentos. Like, really? they're, they're, I just remember, I just remember those being like very popular overran commercials. Uh, and they were the, well, because they had the stupid song. And they're, yeah, yeah. I remember fresh goes better, low. Mentos goes with freshness. Yeah. And then they'd have like this. But I feel like that was around for like 30 years straight too. Like, they like they had the exact same kind of like theme, which is good because like I, I I like when brands like keep almost identical commercials and just like, kind of like or keep like the same like theme music or something like like I miss the Taco Bell like little dog back like that's been probably twenty years since that's been a thing but like I still associate that with Taco Bell just because it was like I don't really watch live TV or like, consume a ton of commercials well, I guess I mean all the half the apps you watch have commercials if, they, if you have the, the cheaper app or the cheaper versions of them but mm-hmm. like. Oh yeah, I don't really. I just zone out when those are on, and usually they're just commercials promoting themselves half the time anyway. So like, I just think like the stereotypical TV commercials we all grew up watching are like I don't know, they're just not really a thing anymore. Shit, even with the commercials, like Super Bowl commercials lately, just been you know not great, not like they were back in uh, the early like to late two thousands. Just not funny anymore. It's just all just they don't have the same pizzazz. Which Joey, I don't know, if, yeah, how much you've seen like Super Bowl commercials and whatnot, but they used to be like a, you know actual fanfare. Like it was a, bit, it was almost as good as the actual game itself. I, I do. I used to pay attention to those because mm-hmm. somebody who studied public relations and marketing, it was always of note to me. Um, but I think the major mistake we're running into now is they all get leaked the day before on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the brands yeah. leak them. And then you've already seen it, so there's no reason to watch the Super Bowl for them. Now, up in Canada, half the time they replace them with our commercials because they're products that aren't sold mm. in Canada. So, mm. oh, do, do, do you think they pay a obnoxious premium to, as well up there for that? Probably. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Authorized exporter. South Korea. Yep. It's, co- it's coming from the non, the non crazy Korea. Yeah, I don't know if I would uh, trust a North, <laughs> North, like, can from North Korea just yet. Not with all the uh, when I not 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 to get political with, I wouldn't do that here. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is this uranium? <laughs> <laughs> no, one of my uh, good buddies, he and his wife are actually living in Korea right now. Um, South Korea, probably. It's, yeah, South Korea. <laughs> let me let me let me go ahead and uh, clarify South Korea. Uh, but yeah, they've been there for about a year and a half now. They love it. It's uh, everyone speaks English over there, and you know they just have a great old time. Hell yeah! Some really, uh, yeah, it's cool. I, I worked with a kid that ended up like quitting working here to go be like a, a an English translator or uh, like teach English to you know people over there. Whatever the what's the term for that. An, Eng- an English teacher? English te- well, but yeah, but like, like the language of English, not like, not like the his, you know, not it's still not the same. Right. Like, fucking, it's well, got to be the same like, thing. It's got to yeah, be the same thing. An English teacher teaches like book reports and shit. I don't think he's doing that, but regardless, no. Uh, an English like capital E English teacher teaches like book reports and shit, but like somebody who's teaching the actual language of English is still just teaching English. So he was he's been doing yeah he did that for several years and like met like his wife did the same thing too and they met over there. They seem to be happy. I think they're sexually still there, honestly. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's I think that's pretty much what he was doing. Um and he's actually one of the ones y'all reached out to uh for, for some of my questions. So yeah, yeah. Oh and I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One of one of your buddies did say he was in Korea. Uh, I did remember that. So uh so I, I we're gonna move into uh what's everyone wearing. And I'm just gonna point out that uh, I really like what Big Jack and Ginger's wearing. It's uh you know, you want to t- tell the world what you're wearing there. This is a, I honestly forgot I had this shirt until like maybe two weeks ago, you know, going through my closet. Um, but yeah, this is the white shirt, uh, Finch heavy shirt with the blue logo. It's mm. a, I don't even remember when I got this. It, it was probably, you know, two to three years ago. Yeah. I, I don't remember that. Like it, it, I don't think it's been a live shirt since I've like been in the world or at least like mm-hmm. if it was, it would maybe short lived. Maybe I, or I just completely like, wasn't paying attention to drops at that time. Maybe I'm not sure, but uh, I'm rocking the new PBR, the new gray PBR shirt on the uh, on Tanner's new blank. That uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, I I did get the two X. I've been like most of my all my XLs from the last like batch of like the last several batches of blanks have been a little too tight. I can't really wear them anymore, so I've bumped up to two Xs on the last like you know four or five shirts. I think he did warn us that this one to be a little big, but I, I didn't want to downsize, so I stuck with two X, and I almost feel like. I need like a one and a half X because I think a one X like would be a little too snug and a two X is just a hair too loose. So I don't know what to recommend to people to buy. if like, cause it's ugh, maybe downsize, uh, but because if you upsize, it will be a little baggy, but it's, I mean, it's a, it's a good looking shirt. It's, it's comfortable. And it's just a hair bigger than I'd like it to be. I got that one in the other day. I almost wore it tonight, but I was like, you know what? Let me wear something that probably hasn't been seen in a while. Yeah, you know, I got the the, the medium shirt on right now. <laughs> I like when people pull out shirts we don't have. <laughs> yes, I've got the weight is a number, heavy is a feeling. Actually, we went to um, meet the parents or meet the teacher night or whatever, and uh, I, th- this one got noticed. A couple people stopped and was like, oh, "Nice guy shirt, that was pretty funny." Although I don't look like I lift because I'm just fat, right? But like, it is pretty funny. Um, yeah, I just speaking of blanks, just bring back the huge life blank. Just bring back that blank. That's the good one. I'm curious if this is, I mean, because this one's sized like that, but I feel, because I think, because my huge life 
I still have as an XL and it fits kind of perfect. So maybe yep. this is the same huge light blank and I should have just got the XL, but I don't know. I was, I still think that an XL on this would just be a little smaller than what I need, but I don't know, but they're, you know, Tanner did his best. He, he did actually put out some videos. Like we busted his balls to the point that like, he really did like a good thorough, like this is a two X on a guy that's like six foot eight, you know, 190 pounds. And, you know, it, it looked like it fitting pretty well. Oh, I was just going to ask, uh, I forget does, for the huge life shirt, was that like uh, that blank? Any other shirts and seller was it, was it just the huge just, life? It was just the huge okay. life. I don't think they've ever used that one, and that's the so original I've never one got too. That shirt, yeah, yeah. Okay. Th- that was the one that it's like. Um, you know, I feel bad. I don't buy a lot of their new shirts, but when they re-release the old ones, I'm like the first to get those because I've been pushing for the Massonomics is numero uno and the huge life. It was like, those are the things I wish I had. And then they released them and I got them. Um, I finally caved in and bought some large shirts. I can't keep doing this. So I just bought some large shirts. But it's just nice to have some oversized stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like just you, you can't always go around looking like you bought clothes too small on purpose. No, I uh, just actually bought some. So my gym was doing a limited run on like acid wash and like tie dye shirts. So I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and get one. They only had like XL and like double XL and they had one double XL. So I was like, this is going to swallow me. And I put it on. I was like, oh God, I don't know what to do. And then I finally just started wearing it around. I was like, you know, this is actually pretty comfortable. Like I enjoy this. Like it's, you know, yeah. I don't, I feel like, you know, people won't be like, oh, that guy's wearing a tight shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shirt that... <laughs> you get that in the kids section. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you see a lot of bodybuilders wear oversized shirts too right for that reason just because like shut up leave me alone so mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see if the larges i got in <laughs> see if they if they're any good speaking of bodybuilders anyone get a chance to watch uh mike's t's gym tour that hit today a few hours ago i'm sure i'm sure i know joey didn't but uh do you have a chance to watch that right nice. just watched it like uh 30 minutes ago nice yeah i think i i like what would you think of it I, I mean, anything with Mike Isretel, I'm going to enjoy. Like, he's he's a one very smart, very funny guy. Um, and I was laughing completely throughout the video. Uh, yeah, very good. Yeah, he had some funny lines. I liked when he was, uh, I honestly couldn't tell if he was joking or not. I think I think he was on the truth, but he had a, he had a lap pullover machine. Uh, mm-hmm. And he said that he's literally too wide for it. I was like, oh. This must be a nice problem to have. You're like too wide for your for your lap pullover machine. Uh, one thing that he said a couple of things that really stuck out to me that I chuckled at, but I think the one was uh, they pointed to a deadlift jack, and I think everyone calls it a deadlift jack. I've never heard of mm-hmm. anything other than a deadlift jack, and he called it a, a deadlift unloader. And I just like, yeah. that, that just stuck with me and I laughed hysterically. And then he and then there was a chalk bowl. I think everyone calls it a chalk bowl, like even if it's a bucket mm-hmm. or a bag. Like I think everyone got in. He, I think he, 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 he did call it a chalk bucket or no, was it a chalk? Was it a chalk bucket? It wasn't a chalk bowl, whatever the fuck he said. I can't remember exactly what he said, but I was just like, Oh, that's a chalk bowl, but you called it a, a chalk bucket or something. And I was just like, it's, it's such a, it's such a irrelevant thing. It just stuck out to me as being amusing. So, but I really enjoyed the gym tour. Um, I, I didn't, it, it obviously you can tell the difference between a bodybuilder and a power lifter of some sort, which, you know, in terms of a power lifter is, uh, I'm completely in love with infatuated with barbells. And he was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about my barbells. I just, I'm like really particular about my machines, but he didn't give a fuck about his barbells. And he just kind of laughed about people having an opinion about barbells. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I, I could give a shit less about the, 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 the machines that I would ever use. But yeah, I want my barbells to be exactly what I want my barbells to be. So 
the stupidest videos on the internet are people showing their lap pull downs. I and it's <laughs> like I I get maybe it's just not for me, and I understand that, but like you know, you you just get this picture of somebody who's just from behind and they're just doing these fucking basic like lap pull downs at like no weight, or even if they are doing heavy weights, it's like nobody cares, man. Like <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but like it 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 it's not a it's not a fun looking lift. It's not an attractive lift. If you're wearing a shirt, we're not seeing you flex. Like, so I'm with you on that one. I I think that um it's just not my world. Uh, whenever he was talking about the uh, mag grips, I was like, man, he said he didn't like them. I found that very interesting because, like, I love the mag grips. I think they feel so good. Just you know, they fit nicely in the hand and just lets you get a good pull. I love them. Yeah, the couple t- the couple times I've used them, I don't know. Like, I haven't had enough use. I've only ever used them in commercial gyms, like briefly, mm-hmm. usually fighting some other fucking meathead to get the right one. And then there's like literally nine different ones. So I'm sure, like, you'd have. I-, I think I'd have to have like the whole arsenal and like spend like a couple of weeks with them to find like which one mm-hmm. kind of fits my body and my like my width and like my angles of you know. So I don't know, but I wouldn't. But there, there's like the hundred dollar Amazon knockoff ones that people are buying up left and right that say they feel just like them. But I don't put much stock in knockoff shit myself. I have no clue what you're talking about. I haven't watched the video yet. I had like I worked all day and then had parent and then hit the gym, had a shitty workout, then did I had a nap because I was so exhausted. I don't we had, do that, yeah. Oh, I walked in the house. I, I just bought some 35 pound dumbbells. And I put them down on the floor and I was like, okay, I got to take those downstairs. And then I walked into the bedroom and was asleep in seconds. <laughs> and are the 35 pound dumbbells still on the floor or did you actually take them downstairs? No, my wife took them downstairs because oh, my wow. dad was like, Impressive. oh, another trip hazard. And she was like, you're right. He's asleep. <laughs> I'm going to take those downstairs. I feel bad because like I was like, no, I got to get rid of those. But I I couldn't keep my eyes open. Like I was out in seconds. Curious if Morgan was able to carry them one at a, like both of them at the same time, like farmers carry them, or if she did like one at a time and had to like double fist it. I'll find out. They're only thirty. They're only thirty-five. Thirty-five is a decent amount of weight. Yeah, but my kid weighs forty. Yeah. Right. So like, yeah. Can she she carry two kids like that simultaneously? (laughs) (laughs) Farmers carrying two toddlers. Yeah. Tune in next week to see if uh, you know it was if it was a suitcase carry or a farmers carry. Did you get some bubbles? They're so delicious. Like the, the <laughs> flavor is so delicious. And then just like the 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 jellies just like tickle you on the way down. <laughs> so they kind of disintegrate or do you have to chew them? Oh, you, yeah. you you chew them. I'm not chewing these. I'm just swallowing them whole. Okay, so so you're <laughs> so you're just you're just, you know, taking them down. Okay. Yeah, I genuinely it would be like ugh, chewing like embryos. Like I didn't I don't want to deal with this is the worst texture ever. That's such a weird. But the lemon analogy. mint itself is so good. <laughs> this, I think this it kind of reminds that flavor and strain that out. Like it's weird, and it has to contribute to the flavor like immensely because they keep something that foreign in there. And any time I get something with jellies or tapiocas or something, you know, it's Korea. Like they just they just put shit in their drinks. It's weird. I should have should have seen that coming from the beginning. Wasn't that like was it's that like really popular drink? Was it bubble bobo tea or yeah, yeah, like bobo, bobo bubble tea. I think I've had that once and I was like, this ain't my jail. This is like eating a fucking loogie. Yep, I'm against it. <laughs> I ain't furt. I'm against it. I'm not a huge fan of these, but this is the last can. It's going, it'll get so, down. Well, I'm assuming y'all have never had uh, oyster shooters before. 
No, that sounds like something Joey would drink, though. No, I've had oysters. I love oysters. To what an, an oyster extent. shooter. What's an oyster, oyster shooter? shooter? <laughs> I'm assuming something with alcohol. <laughs> you know, down here uh, in the South and all that, we have you know a lot of different you know seafood restaurants and whatnot, and they mm-hmm. you know each do some version of like an oyster shooter, and uh, generally it's like in a shot glass, and you have like some sort of you know pepper vodka or regular vodka, then like cocktail sauce, and then an oyster in there. And then you take it like a shot and then some people will, you know, either just swallow the oyster whole, some will chew it. And they like, depending on where you go, it's really, really good. Um, I, I usually chew on my oysters, but I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not, um, I'm very aware of how quickly oysters can go bad. So when you shuck them and they bring them out to your table, there is like not a ton of time in between you removing them and eating them and them going very bad and mm-hmm. i distinctly remember i was going to a party one time and i was like i'm gonna bring oysters to this party so i put a bunch of oysters in an ice tray and the worms swimming around in the ice tray after because we were just throwing the shells back in there mm-hmm. i was like nope <laughs> no <laughs> well i think they live on the shell or something like you you can't like seafood in general is so gross and so full of just shit and microplastics and other seafoods. Like you're not eating a fish. You're eating everything that fish ever ate. Right. And then it's not delicious though. Oh no, I I, I don't have to eat. Yeah, (laughs) I'm in, but like, you gotta be aware of that. Like if you eat an oyster, you're eating some parasite in that oyster. Like you're not, you're not getting away with just oyster. There's no such thing unless they're farmed. And if they're farmed, you might get lucky that they kept the water clean, but like water attracts gross stuff. So either way. Yeah, no, I've never had an oyster shooter. Probably won't, but we'll see. Like, I'm not one to say no to fun stuff. I mean, if you ever find yourself down this way, just, uh, you know, just ask me where to go. Hell yeah. You're taking it. <laughs> Absolutely. We got plenty in Charleston to. Because if know. I can drink this crap, I can drink an oyster shooter. I mean, it's not much different. It's just you know a little bigger uh, loogie, basically. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> to put it lightly. Speaking of another uh, fishy loogie, how did everyone uh, feel about last week's episode of the Massonomics podcast? <laughs> uh why, why? Why are you saying fishy loogie? Oh, it was supposed to be a a, a funny segue, but it really wasn't. Oh, okay, it's like, did they say no, something? No, did they say something about there fish was no loogies? Context. Okay. <laughs> there was no, there was no context. Uh, other than just like, let's just I'm, bust I'm, their balls a little bit. I'm just going through the whole episode, going, oh wait, nope. I, like there were things I wanted to talk nope. about. Nope. nope. I I struggle each week when I listen to so much because I, I I listen to 90 percent of the lives outside of the ones that are going on when ours are going on. So it's hard for me to remember to, to 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 distinguish the difference between the forty-five minutes I listened to last night and then the two and a half hours I listened to on Mondays. So it's like fuck. That's why I don't okay. listen live. Can't do it. Yeah, but I yeah. it's so much for me, it's so much more enjoyable to just like I feel like I'm that much more invested in the crew when I'm yep. like when I get that forty-five minutes and like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm texting and they they just responded to what I said. Like that's just I don't know. Like I get I, off on that. I understand that, but I also just like I need to limit yeah. I personally delimit the amount of people talking into my ears for the rest of my life. Like that is, <laughs> I just need to limit that. 
Yeah, so like become a podcast host and you know every week with three four guys just... <laughs> interestingly it was when i started hosting this one that i stopped listening live because i'd probably just make me being sensory overload of humans talking to mm-hmm. me um uh it was funny that they brought up um robert oberst being on the righteous gemstones because mm-hmm. i brought that up the day he like the day that episode aired i was like hey check it out i know this guy and i thought it was really funny that i recognized somebody and then we started talking about the massonomics um like uh crossover to righteous gemstones and i think it's funny that uh we're getting another person from that show on our podcast in the future so we'll talk about that when it happens yeah whenever we're getting one uh no he's an upcoming guest so that should be a really good one when it happens yeah and it was funny they 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 did talk about I think it was Tommy that point, pointed it out because his wife was like, uh, on, well, it was on last night's, but whatever was close enough, so, you know, <laughs> uh, they were talking about, he's like, oh, this, this the mass anomics to Jason because Overs was a, was a podcast guest. Uh, and then she was like, wow, is everyone in mass anomics on this TV show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I do, I do distinctly remember that part. Um, oh, and, and, and Tanner saying howdy at the beginning of it. I pointed that out in the discord so he's like, howdy, everybody. Welcome to, and I was just like, mm. like, I think I made that face with like the scrunched up, like, no, no, that's not. I say howdy sometimes myself. Well, but, but he doesn't. No. And yeah, then he true. did. And it just, it's not that it was bad. It's just that my brain was like, what did he just say? Mm-hmm. Cause it's like not the, it would be like if he said the podcast about nothing and didn't say nerfing. Right. Yeah. Nerfing. <laughs> so I, I distinctly recall that as soon as he joined, I was like, I, and I thought to myself, traveling's changed you, man. you saw too much of the world now man you're saying weird stuff (laughs) anyway five jds five jds for this episode that's a good rating it's a good rating i'll uh i'll I'll give a little quick little recap what i thought um overall it was good i always like when they just shoot the shit uh you just kind of feel more invested i believe that might have been the first time they mentioned the crew falls meet up uh which would be really cool we'll get into that a little bit later i think my favorite part of the episode was right at the end uh when Tommy went to go do the outro music and he hit the, uh, the intro. Hit the intro music <laughs> and he was like, oops, or what? Well, he made some <laughs> audible actual sound that didn't get edited out. And then they hit the outro. And I was like, oh, that's like just like the little small things. It's like, oh, they're just, they're just guys like us that just, you know, shit happens. And it was just funny that they left it in. I really enjoyed that. So for all those reasons, we'll go ahead and give it five out of five this week on the old JD scale. Yeah, I uh, you know, I thought the 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 talk about them trying to find the bathroom and all that was really funny. Uh, that, yeah. that made me, you know, really uh, get some get some laughs in the car. Um, you know, t- and then talking about Robert Oberst, um, yeah, you know, was you know pretty cool because especially like when I first saw him, I was like, oh shit, like I didn't expect him to you know to see him here, but then that made sense because. You know, on his Instagram stories, I'd see him at a local gym and I, you know, didn't even, I didn't put two and two together at the time at all. Um, but yeah, that was great. And then I will say they didn't have any Sam Sulik talk that I remember. So that's, you know, puts a damper on things. So with that, I'm going to have to give it five JDs. All right. Good score. I, I feel like the bathroom thing could have been out of like Harold and Kumar. Mm-hmm. with them just like trying different bathrooms and then finally getting to elite FTS and being like score and like high-fiving <laughs> that they found like the best bathroom in the city that like that would have been funny content if they'd first saw that coming 
Yeah, that that really like kind of heart or that really spoke to me as a guy that like works out of a van and has to, you know, basically shit on the road every yeah. single day of the week. It's like I don't have the luxury of, uh, you know, having a, <laughs> a consistent place to go to the bathroom in the morning. So that's uh, very much spoke to me. It's so weird because like I have um, like me, like I have medical things where I just use the bathroom a lot. And so like I've just resigned to the fact that sometimes you're going to use gross bathrooms. Otherwise, you got to bring like change of pants. So. It's interesting that I have friends that are like, no, I can only go at home. And I'm like, how does your life work? Like, how do you, how do you exist? I'm I'm kind of that way. Like, at least I was, you know, uh, until I switched shifts and now like kind of rearranging my, my schedule, you know, to put it nicely. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm definitely an at home, you know, pooper. Oh, I can't, I can't imagine doing an eight hour shift and not being able to go. <laughs> I go like three times during an eight hour shift and they're all like fucking photo finishes. Like I can't imagine <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, you're Paul Floss in it. Yeah. Like I'm Paul Floss in this. And I'm like getting there. <laughs> um, but I think the big news we got to talk about, the big massonomics news is uh date confirmed. Yes, sir. July 20th, 2024. 90 lifters, two platforms, and a bonus strongman competition after all of that. So we're going to go from having everything start at 10 a.m. and finish at 1 to starting at 9 a.m. and finishing at like 7. But uh, I think they're going to – so they're going to – so I'll I'll clarify a little bit because I'm a little more familiar with power than meets from what I've read. So they're going to do an 830 start. They're going to try to abbreviate the rules meeting by Dave sending out the digital version of it. They're going to run two platforms. So instead of one platform with four flights of like 15 people, it's going to be two platforms that both have three flights. Mm-hmm. So technically the entire meet should only be three flights versus four flights. Those oh, yeah. should be done by two ish o'clock, but it just, it's going to be double the work for Dave the spotters and look mm-hmm. to have, you're going to have double the judges, double the spotter and loaders. Double the weight in the back, double, you know, if it's two yeah. combo racks, like everything is going to be legit doubled. Um, so it's going to be a big step and challenge for them. But yeah, to get that many people and try to actually get it done in five or six hours, there it has to be two platforms. Uh, and then, yeah. I haven't decided if now if I'm going to do powerlifting or strongman. I've never done a strongman competition. But as Morgan pointed out, if you're going to do your first one, you want to do the first one with the crew. Because even if you fail everything, they're still going to be there for you. So like now I've got till November to decide that I, I might just not because I still think, I think 175 pounds is the limit and I'm still not there yet. And I don't really want to get there. I'm very uncomfortable at 170. I think I'd like to get back down to like 160, <laughs> but 10 pounds does apparently make a difference. Me walking around like Capicula, just like fat and stomping around. Like, so, <laughs> but I, I will be competing providing I can get in there on the sign up day. Yeah, that was uh, we had a little heated discussion about that in the Discord today. No dice. That was I think the funniest line I've ever said to you was in that conversation. Yeah, that was. Uh, It'll be there on meet sign up day. Like here, you are panicking about how to sign up. <laughs> well, it's well, last year. Like it sold out in a day or two, and like there was fucking only sixty. So I mean, so yeah, there was there's gonna be more slots, but I can only like so. So last time. He opened it up to gym members and crew. No, he's still going to do that, but he also no. Like, we're getting local, first. Local people. He said uh, crew first. He said crew and gym members. So he's going to mm. be at least fifteen gym members. <laughs> I think he said crew first and gym members next. 
I will put a hundred dollars on it that it's both at the same time. And then, but he, <laughs> but then he followed up with basically like, they're going to try to limit the amount of just locals and like just people that like, like do Dave's meets and I'll just travel from like Fargo and shit. So like, just yeah. try to keep it massonomics and massonomics adjacent. Cause like 90% of the members are crew, but they're still massonomics yep. because they're part mm-hmm. of the gym. And then obviously we're all coming in for crew, but I'm curious how many people were like, like I'm curious how many people in 23 are going to come back for 24 solely for just like the expense. And then like talking to your family and being like, let's do it again. I feel like, I feel like at least three quarter of us will. I'm okay. flying in. I'm not. Yeah, I, sorry, yeah. Steve. I love you. I can't do that again if I'm competing. <laughs> I think he's going to, he wants to drive in and compete. And I think as somebody who has at this point like done two competitions and about to do another one, I don't think I want to do that. Plus also like the driving in was awful mm-hmm. just because like drive, sleep, drive, sleep. Like I would much rather fly in, spend the money on one hotel rather than like five hotels and then fly back. Like I'll show up the Thursday. I'll leave on the Monday. I'll book off the time. Steve can drive if he wants, but I'm probably just going to fly to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, flying out of the best, like fly to Buffalo, fly out of Buffalo. Oh, okay, fly out of Buffalo. Yeah, I'll drive yeah. to. Bu- I'll park at your house. Yeah, that's fine. And we I'm can go to the airport here. together. I'm right next to the Rochester airport, but Rochester doesn't go very many places. So you pretty yeah. much got to go to Chicago or fucking Atlanta to get anywhere. Yeah, so figured that. That's what I'll do. I'll just fly from Buffalo. The only trick is then you're still you're either flying into Minneapolis, you're flying into Sioux Falls, or you're waiting like another six hours for a layover to get to Aberdeen on a little puddle fine. jumper. So that's fine. Puddle that's, jump it. Puddle jump that's, it. I mean, that's what I, I would still do that. I think over getting the car, but it just fucked us on the way back because our flight changed from like an 11 a.m. departure to like a fucking 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. departure. I was like, oh, cool. I guess I'm not. I guess I'm going to drink three beers and try to go to bed then. Well, Keith, <laughs> we'll fucking do it live. Yep, let's do it. No. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to, I'm uh, just, you know, I'm very excited for it. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Um, I will say the one change that I'm going to make this year is staying at the Fairfield instead of the Ramcota. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone is having fun at the Fairfield. And I'm over like halfway across this town, just, you know, alone at the Ramcota. I'm like, what's everyone doing? Yeah. I remember you were yeah. legit out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, yeah. We stayed at the American. Yeah. So I you're got- still close to the Fairfield. Yeah. yeah I'm just going to stay right at the, the Fairfield. Zoo. Like, I'm just going to just rent the room above the zoo. <laughs> like, just, like, it's like an hourly motel where I'm probably going to get killed. Yeah. But, like, it's just... Get a cool. sleeping bag and sleep on the floor of the top shelf. Oh. Yeah, nice, nice and sticky. So bad. <laughs> it's like that, that floor, no offense to the zoo, I love you guys, but that floor felt like that drink. <laughs> <laughs> Let's sit my drink out on that one. <laughs> Oh, that's another change I want to do is I'm going to actually go top shelf this time. I did not do it last year. I, uh, you almost like, have didn't to even think about it. Yeah. We're going to make, yeah. uh, we're going to make Bryce a sign that says like top shelf, top shelf ambassador. And if you didn't go mm-hmm. last year, he's dragging you up this time. That's fair. I understand. And I'm not going like, to stand top shelf. I'm not going to start drinking at 10 AM this time because <laughs> I'm going to be lifting. So like, like I think last time I was like just sitting there and I think Lou had a beer. I was like, <laughs> like, dude it's fucking 10 he's like yeah i was like can i have one he's like yeah it's like what are you doing yeah all right i'll join you 
Yeah, I waited till after the the meet to and start you know living easy. And uh, I think having the strongman meet after uh, this time around will be even more fun because I can actually you know enjoy the the beer a little more. I think watching some more lifting. I'll bring some Jagger because I want to make sure I have Jagger on on for the deadlifts because it's always nice to loosen up before a deadlift, right? I mean, in my opinion. Oh yeah, there's also uh, the potential for my. Um, I've been urging Jagermeister to start like a Jagger lifting club, like the little Debbie's one. Mm-hmm. And they're not biting. They're not at all interested. So I told them that I was going to make a shirt. It's like, just going to make one, not going to sell it or anything. And they gave me like, not approval, but like, you know, the silent nod in social media form. That's kind of what I got. <laughs> but I was talking like, to no, someone. don't do it. Yeah. It was essentially like, do what you got to do, buddy. Like it was just one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to somebody who makes shirts and she has actually said, well, I'll design that. And I was like, Oh, that's one step closer. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if I want to sell them because of controversy. Like I don't want to step on anybody's like toes, but if it falls under satire laws, like there might be, I, I'm not putting it out there now. Cause I might pursue it a little harder, but there might be a collaboration between me and a rather large company uh, that everybody's familiar with doing a Jägermeister barbell club. That'd be sweet. I think it'll be fun. I'm looking like you had a couple here. I'm assuming you added these last two. Yeah, just generic, just generic shit. Because like people seem to like when we just talk about generic we do a lot stuff. Of just shooting the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gonna, we're probably not going to get to the interview. We're going to shoot shit for 45 minutes and you know shut. Go ahead and shut it down. Yeah, then that's we'll it. dive right in. Then we'll dive right in. Good call. Then we'll dive right in. Oh. Um, I was just thinking today of like coffee. I fucking love coffee. And I've been off and on it, right? Sometimes I try not to drink it. Other times I drink it. Um, but the the most life-changing cup of coffee I ever had, you guys know that I'm a fan of Black Label Society, right? And yeah. Zach Wilde makes a coffee with Death Wish Coffee. It's called uh, Valhalla Java. Well, for Christmas one year, my wife ordered me a bag. And at the time, I was getting coffee from Tim Hortons every day because it was just what I was used to. I could not get used to homebrews. The first cup of Valhalla Java I had changed that. And suddenly now, like, I love dark roasts, especially Valhalla. And you can't get it up here in Canada anymore. I got to go to the States and order it or something crazy like that because it's like $80 a bag to buy up here. But I'm just wondering, like, what's the best cup of coffee you ever had? See, I'm not a huge coffee drinker. Um, uh, you know, if I you know happen to go to Waffle House or something in the morning, hungover, I'll get a cup of coffee. But uh, if anything, if I do get, something coffee adjacent i'll get you know some sort of latte or an espresso drink rather because i that mm. just you know tastes better to me and i enjoy that a little bit more but i love me a latte a chai latte or a pumpkin spice yeah, latte that's tasty oh the pumpkin spice yep yep yeah yep. it's, uh, it's delicious um no i just uh any any sort of latte with like a little peppermint syrup in it that's that does it for me right there i love it it's hard to say what the best one is but that's all I need. Hell yeah. A little peppermint latte. So I, I, I'm going to stand on the hill. I'm going to, this is going to be another hot take of keys that everyone busts my balls about. <laughs> I'm right. well, here we I go. You guys are all wrong. But <laughs> I am not a coffee drinker. I think it's a horrible flavor. 
I was forced as a child to make my dad's coffee every like night. Like, like he had like a, you know, I had to, had to like basically like dump out the, the night before, put the new filter in, make the coffee, have it ready, set the timer, have it all ready for him. It was like just a ch- childhood chore. I think I had to do it. I was like fucking 17 or 18 years old. I, oddly. Uh, maybe when I started driving, I basically told my mom, I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm an, I'm an adult. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just like, so I just, I never drank coffee. It was just like one of those spiteful things that like you just, you hate as a, you, anything you were forced to do as a child, I always like revolt against. But, uh, I drink tea. I drink a lot of unsweetened tea. Uh, that is my jam. I I used to like you know do like 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 hot tea in the morning pretty regularly, but I've been getting like these like just like one liters of unsweetened tea from the grocery store that actually tastes decent, and they're only a couple bucks. And I just I'll drink one of those like over a two day span on my drive like into work or to the job site, and that's just that's my jam. Like I said, I used to like have a contigo and go through the effort of microwaving the water and all that shit. I'm just like. Yeah, no, I'm, that's that's like six minutes I don't have anymore. So yeah, just give me give me my bottle of pre-made unsweetened tea. I'm good with that. I I didn't drink coffee for years until I started a warehouse job, and in order to you know garner favor, the shipping companies would show up with coffee, but I didn't drink coffee, so I got nothing. So here's all these people enjoying these free coffees from these shipping guys. To one day I was like, I guess I just have to start drinking coffee, and then from there on, I just loved coffee. Um, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think coffee is um, a great flavor. I think coffee is an acquired flavor. Um, but I do think you are dead wrong. Tea is disgusting. It's just <laughs> boiled leaves. My wife drinks it all the time. There's one or two that I can stand because I think they're black licorice flavored. And I kind of like those. Um, yes. But ultimately, I do not like tea. I drink neocitrin before I'll drink tea. I was going to say, like being from the South and all that, like, you know, tea is a, a religion down here. Um, you know, Somerville, the area just a little bit north of here is like the birthplace of sweet tea. And granted, I don't like unsweetened tea. I'm not a big fan. My girlfriend loves it, but I, I can't do it. And like the slightest little bit of sugar, she's like, oh, that's too sweet. But, you know, I love a good cold glass of sweet tea. That's what I've. If, if I'm going to drink tea at all, mm-hmm. that's what I want. I don't think there's anything more stereotypical you could have said today. <laughs> other than other than Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> Actually, I expected the Somerville. Somerville and some aren't. Like, you know. Then. <laughs> I, I will agree, though, that like 80% of the teas out there do suck. Like, like I'm yes. just a very spit. And like, I like, I, I'll drink green tea and black tea. And maybe like, if I'm trying to go to sleep, I'll drink some chamomile or something. Like, oh, I have a variety of teas in the house, but like, a lot of them are just shitty. They just, because they, they yeah, because it's all shit. But when you find a good one, like a good, like, I pretty, I, I hey, Keith, yeah, you have to find a good one. Keith, <laughs> do you want to drink some boiled water right now? <laughs> no that doesn't make any sense okay but what if i crushed up some dead stuff in it mm. like that's just like no tea's tea's disgusting but i mean that's my personal opinion i'm not gonna like i don't i don't tell my wife i'm not spending money on your shitty tea like she enjoys tea i buy it for her because she enjoys it like that's great but just stop offering it to me i'm never gonna say yes <laughs> so yeah i can definitely vouch that i oh one so an odd thing though i remember like growing up and like just being in the grocery store, walking down the coffee aisle where you can make your own grounds or like like do your own grounds there, that smell is actually good. Like I don't mind the smell. Like to the mm-hmm. point that like I remember as like a young young kid, I would like like go up to it and like actively like like waft the smell into my face. Yeah. But then like just drinking 
like remember like my just drinking in like a cup of my dad's tea is like you know like a 14 year old or something and just being like this is fucking disgusting and then yeah. like to only <laughs> and, and I, I probably i'm sure I, in my life probably drank a couple pots of coffee like over the course of like you know 38 years but uh like if i drank it i put a shit ton of sugar and creamer in it it's because i was just trying i was so hung over and i just needed to be functional in that morning and it was like you know before i got into tea in my you know 30s so and and my take isn't like only tea. Like coffee is also just bean juice. Like it's not just burnt leaves. These are burnt beans. You ground up some beans and run some water through it and drink the uh, the brown water. Did you drink it if it didn't have caffeine? <laughs> <laughs> no, my wife drinks decaf, but it's essentially just yeah. Did you ever recall like one of the beginning episodes? I re- I told you the brown water story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brown yeah, it's kind of just like great. that's number yeah. one and number two of brown water. Will <laughs> All right. Um, who's got the sponsor read today? So I usually don't do this, but uh, we'll go ahead and dive right into the sponsor read this week. I'm just gonna go ahead and talk about the uh, the the the, the Massonomics Crew Fall Meetup. So we're gonna be in Sioux Falls on December 9th uh, for the uh, basically it's you know the Massonomics Meetup. I don't think it has a better name than that just yet, or the Crew Fall Meetup. Yeah. So there's four of us currently flying in. I know myself, two two of the West Virginia boys. And there's a mystery of Florida lifter that. No one has revealed who it is. I'm curious who that is. So I'm going to, we're going to keep kind of hounding the discord to see if that actually c- comes out or if it's going to be a surprise Floridian, a Floridarian. What, what's a, what do you call those? Floridian. Floridian. Yes. Yeah. It means that they really like fluoride. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> some, something in the water down there for sure. So, you know, uh, <laughs> I think the three or four of us are already booked for the Hilton garden Inn, so that should make it things a little bit easier for, uh, getting our crewers around town. So yeah, if you guys are in the area, I can't imagine, I can't see an excuse for if you live under, I would say almost three hours. Like I think that would be like to where you could reasonably drive there Saturday morning. You could make a three hour drive, spend the whole day there. Even if you miss the breakfast and just get there for the lift and the after party, if you don't want to, or, you know, if you don't, you don't want to drink all night or whatever, but like if you're in that, you know, half hour to two to three hour window or like time, like, there's no reason not to go like it's, you know, I think we got 20 of us signed up for it, give or take already. So, and that'd be cool to blow it out. Um, they've already got a sick gym, uh, picked out for it. So I think it's going to be great. So December 9th, crew falls meetup. That is your horrible ad read done back to Keith this week. That's why I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That was the best ad read I've heard today. Yeah. Well, shit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely top of the last three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would love to get a guest on, I think. I think it's about that time. What do you think, Joey? All right, yeah, let's kick everybody out and we'll get them on. Uh, Big Jacked and Ginger, is that you? That's me, howdy. Howdy. Welcome to the Unplanned Unpaid Podcast. Oh, I just got that he said that. That was good. Yeah, welcome to Unpaid and Underrated. Uh, Thank you, it's good to be here. First thing I want to say is the mustache top fucking tier mustache Thank you. like that is that is good work i i trust that it's all self-growing knowing i had group myself yes yeah, um, yeah that's i'm used to the beard this is top tier uh, a lot of people at work uh were taken by surprise when i walked in um but yeah no i'm going for like a mix between like jonathan oldham and uh death grip Derek. so you know i'm kind of like right in that middle ground no i would say that's daniel plain's view all right. I don't know who that is, but um 
from There Will Be Blood. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, I drink your milkshake. Oh, that's like, that's, that's a really famous actor. Though. What the fuck is his actor? He's retired now. But he is, is that, he is one of the best. Daniel Day Lewis? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Any plans to like, to wax and curl it? Like, I used to do that. And now it just no, I mean, naturally I, does it because I use beard oils and stuff. So I can, I can kind of keep it all. Yes. I remember the one day my wife likes to tell the story that I was like, hey, honey, look, my mustache touches my eye. Ow, my eye. Because like I poked <laughs> it as I was showing her. I uh, just, you know, I, I haven't gotten any wax yet. I might try it, but uh, I don't, I don't know how long I'm going to keep like the actual, you know, the ends. I might just keep it, you know, trimmed up around the mouth, but I don't know. I will we'll kind of see. I kind of like it, you know, the more I look at it, but who knows? Who knows? We just use earwax. My girlfriend That's hates it. Traditionally, what they used was earwax. Like you would Lovely. just like yeah. jam your finger in your ear, then like and twist your mustache. <laughs> But I, so I actually, I actually used to use mustache wax to keep, I hated trimming my mustache. I really like having a long mustache, but the mustache wax would keep it out of my mouth while I ate. And that was important. But now like drinking sparkling water or beer, it kind of catches on the can. It fucking hurts. Oh yeah. So I had to start trimming. That that actually didn't happen to me for the first time. Not too long ago. uh, Out with some friends, I was drinking a Miller Lite and it just like, every time I took a sip, It'll just grab a mustache yep. here. Like, this, this it makes that ting like, sound when you pull it. Has it gotten in your? Like, oh. Has it gotten stuck in your teeth yet while you're eating? Oh, all the time. I, it it, it gets like so much. Like the, one, the corners go in my mouth. It's yep. yeah. It's. I sometimes it's not a pretty sight when I decide not to trim <laughs> it. I like I want that big like over the mouth mustache. Uh, you like be eating a sandwich and then one hair will sneak <laughs> in your mouth and get stuck in between your incisors. And then you'll go to like close your mouth and the mustache, one little hair will yank. Oh <laughs> yeah. That is unsightly um, and unpleasant. It <laughs> just sounds good. Yeah. It sucks, but also I love your mustache. Thank you. Appreciate it. My girlfriend does not, uh, but you know, yeah, well, well, she can start her own podcast and have you on it, and then she can rip on it. see how she likes it. Then, <laughs> no, the, the beard will come back after Halloween. I just wanted to, you know, keep you know, let it regrow fresh and all that good stuff because I tried to do some trimming and it didn't work out well. And you can, mm. if you look closely, you can see some like weird spots. I was like, you know, let's just go ahead and knock it down. Now, are you going to utilize the mustache in your Halloween costume this year if you do anything for Halloween? Uh, that's the idea. So, um, I'm thinking most likely I'll, I'll be a Lieutenant Dangle from Reno 911, get the Hell white yeah. boots, uh, new boot goofing. <laughs> um, but then also I could do like the, uh, like a 1930s, like boxer, you know, or an old timey strongman, or there's a lot of, lot of, lot of opportunities with this mustache. Yeah. You get the, get the, the, the singlet with the one mm-hmm. strap. Get the real deep, yeah, the one yeah, strap and the too. one boot. That'd be sweet. Hey, so whoa, I'm on a swivel chair here, and it just lost gravity. Um, <laughs> so what brought you to Massonomics? Like, what you're here before us? So I remember this is probably six years ago or so. Watching you know Basement Brandon's videos, um, I used to see like the lift. Uh, logo banner in the background i was like oh that's pretty cool you know whatever and then didn't really think much of it i might have like looked at the website once for sure or something but i didn't buy anything uh 
and I was, you know, starting to listen to podcasts and like getting into that and was listening to this one called Iron Minds Podcast. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of it or remember it, um, but it's just three guys, you know, they were, you know, shooting the shit most of the time, had very similar to how Mastonomics just without the silly goosery. Um, but they ended their podcast. And I was like, man, I don't really have any other lifting podcast to go to. I might've been listening to like uh, the broadcast with Brandon Allen and, and Andy Wong. But yeah, I apart from, apart from that one, I was like, you know, I, I want something else like to, to kind of fill this void. And so I literally just Googled, I was like, lifting podcasts and sure enough like the mass <laughs> the massonomics website popped up and you know it had like top 10 list lifting podcasts and of course they were you know listed on that too so i was like all right you know what let's, let's give it a it shot very smart of them to do that and so i <laughs> yeah exactly so i was like you know let's give it a shot and I, I, at first i was like oh, i don't know i not sure how I feel about it. And then I just kind of started listening to like cherry picking a little bit and, you know, seeing what I liked. And then I started buying you know, a shirt and then I became a supporting member. And then, you know, the rest is history. Did you get in before they started regularly doing uh, guest interviews then? Or was it like right around that, right when they started kind of? So I wrote down my, the first episode, I Think, I, I'm not sure if I went back to this one, but the first one that I have uh, that I listened to is episode 153, um, which was March 11th, 2019. Yeah, uh, be so I've I've been listening since around that time, uh, and yeah, it it grew on me the first couple episodes, and I was like, you know, these guys are great. I love this. Was uh, well, that was Tyler was already gone by then, right? Like, he would have yeah. been, like, because he was only there for the first hundred or so episodes, I think, so. Yeah, it was, was just uh, Tommy and Tanner. That was, like, that was, like, generation three of, like, what's been, like, a five-generation podcast, I feel, I think, when you when you kind of first mm-hmm. get into it. So, that's uh, that's awesome, though. I, I think I, I always love hearing people's origin stories, because it's always a little different, but there's always some similarities. Like, uh, I think it was uh, Big Steve a couple weeks ago, you know, essentially, you know, he was listening to a podcast. It, it kind of just ended uh, and then, you know, just reached out to something else. And, you know, I think it's, mm-hmm. I was kind of in the same boat. I had that void for a couple of years before I actually found them and like, this, these are my people. This is, this is my jam. So it's really always cool to hear. So what, so if anyone, what numbers on your crew card? Uh, 64. Ooh. <gasps> oh, I wonder if I beat you. <laughs> Uh, I've been a member since eight twenty seven twenty one. Okay, I can't find mine at the moment. It's in my other, it's in my other fanny pack. Um, <laughs> but I think I was sixty three. Because remember when I posted the picture, oh, wow. and then I was like so close to, I was like so close, and I was saying how close to sixty nine I was. Mm-hmm. But then somebody was like, "Yeah, we didn't mean to spell your name wrong." I didn't. I hadn't even noticed my name was wrong. I was <laughs> much more interested in what number I was. That was really funny. That's funny. I think I might start asking everybody that. Yeah, I might, and then maybe even putting we it. Might in need show to, uh, yeah, we might need to like preemptively add, like ask them beforehand. A lot of yeah. people aren't gonna. I don't know off the top of my head. I think I'm low 100s though. I mean, they're like 90 yeah. or like 107 or something. I think. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna I start pulled this out before. Oh, hell yeah! I was like, you know, just in case. I was like, just in case Joey bring brings it up. I don't, yeah. no, I don't know if I believe. <laughs> if, if I didn't see you do it, Ryan, I don't know if I'd believe you. I don't think I've ever seen a guy with a mustache pull out before. <laughs> he better 
<laughs> 10 months until the lift hurdle uh, easy. Everybody. Now that that everybody, was actually good to bring up. Yeah, everybody so in the crew. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> yeah. That was really good. Whether you are a chocolate chip or a guy, uh, don't be pregnant or get anybody pregnant now. Keep it in your pants. Yeah. Your like, pants. just lock it up. Start pulling out. Jacking off in the dark. Whatever you got to do. Oh, I'm going to make that a real. <laughs> Nobody is missing this for babies next year. Out of context, that'd be great. <laughs> that's a it's a pulling out. Like all the crew that had sex in the last like like five or six, you know, even two weeks. Like, yeah, fuck. Am I going to have yeah. a newborn and not be able to? Show? <laughs> they're like, oh no. That, it, that's what pulling out is. Like, and I've, it's some other comedian, nice things talked about this, where it's just like you're having sex with somebody, and then you pull out, and then it's just you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then, yeah, it's like they might as well not even be there. And that's that's kind of the funny joke I had there. But, yeah, don't – I don't want to hear anybody. And I'm just going to like – yeah, no more no more babies causing you to miss this. Miss the Arnold, but don't miss this. Mm-hmm. Don't miss the Arnold. I will definitely be there. So going back to the, uh, you know, 2024 meet, I, I will say in your defense, Keith, earlier, I was also – before I got the uh, automatic invite – you know, with winning Big Dave's uh, Instagram, you know, contest thing, I was also very worried about you know signing up. I was like, God, God I, I swear, I'm gonna like. Oh, I remember that. Was, I remember that was a thing. Like a month ago, that you actually won that. That was cool because it was yeah, it was like share shit, share my shit, and you'll win a a, mm-hmm. you know, a free entry to any meet. And then I think I asked him like, does that count for the Lift Hard Live Easy 2024? So yeah, I, did, I didn't ever see any follow up on that. So that's cool that you won that. That's legit. Yeah. So yeah, that uh, I will 100% be there now. I mean, I, I basically, you know, can't not go. I'm going. I'm going either way. Even if I don't get into the meet, if I don't get into the powerlifting, I'll sign up for the strongman. If I'm going to the strongman, I'm still yeah. going to show up. But this, I'm going to, I'll bother them for a press pass this year, and it'll be fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> that's what I wish I had done last year. Is just because like there were times where I'd go into like the warm up room. Everybody knows me, but like maybe some people don't. Right. Like Larry Legend has no clue who I am, but most crew knew who I was. But it would have been so much more interesting to have like a press pass. It's like just got the Massonomics M and it just says press. But I'm literally just here for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I think if we're both lifting, we should try to get if there is someone there that's not lifting. They're just like basically the one at Joey next year, like just come in and help and hang out and support like. We need to give yeah. the privileges to our Instagram that weekend and be like, here, post stories all day long because we're too busy. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. Cause I do feel like we could have, I feel like I was just so overwhelmed and immersed that I was like, I'll throw some stories up here and there, but it was like, I'm busy. Like, I don't like, sorry. Like, it, like I want everyone to be in this world, but like, fuck, if you wanted to be here, you'd have been here. So, yeah. So I hope there's just gonna be, a, I feel like it's just, it's going to be so much better with more people next year. It's going to be so fun. The only, I think yeah. the one downside is like it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be the OD ice rink again. And motherfucker, it's gonna be a hundred degrees. But at least if we all know it, I'll just like bring more water basically and maybe like bring some ice from the hotel. Great. Oh, that's, let's all, no, me and you will get those little nerdy things that people put around their neck that have the fans that, that spray their <laughs> face. Fans. Right. We'll just walk around looking like one of those guys. <laughs> I, w- I, w- I won't be like Eddie who drove and was able to like bring his actual like 20 volt DeWalt or Ryobi like fan, but I could, that you can get, you can get one of those little neck ones off Amazon for like 20 bucks. It's like the side of, it's like the size of headphones. So that might actually have to be a thing. Honestly, that, that would be a, that actually probably a really good, like $30 investment for that weekend. 
this, you know, but who knows? It could be fucking snowing in Aberdeen that week for all we know. <laughs> I didn't actually think it was too bad in there. Uh, I mean, near the end of the meet, like deadlifts, I was with the the hype and all that. I was getting a little sweaty, but it wasn't, wasn't terrible at the start for me. Yeah, the fire also. Yep. Well, the does the commercial gym you lift at is it AC or is it just like hot as shit? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's air conditioned, but it's you know, if there's a lot of people in there, then it can get a little warmer. Um, okay. but it, it oh, it's a great spot. I love it. Nice. Well, I was just trying to get it. Like, if you're you I know you're from the south, but like, are you used to training in the heat too? Where it's like I'm spoiled, and my my gym is like you know between sixty and like seventy five degrees year round, basically. So lifting in an eighty degree room I was like, oh, dying. <laughs> you know it's not it's not too bad in there it's definitely warmer than my old gym that i was at but uh yeah it's it's not unbearable by any means nice well as as someone that's been around the podcast a little bit longer or you know a little bit longer than we have been buying merch a little longer uh what's one piece of massonomics merch that you wish you had bought that you missed out on hmm. see i was i was thinking about this and like i really it's hard to say but I honestly, I really do wish I got the original. Yeah, buddy, lightweight. That, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a it's a great one. Um, maybe the huge life because I never got that one. And I obviously, like the 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 blank is so highly sought after. So it's like <laughs> I want to know what it feels like. When but when did we become this? Like. <laughs> It's <laughs> such a silly fucking thing that like <laughs> we're buying t-shirts and now like the main chat is about the blank <laughs> and it, it's Tanner's fault for doing it. On, but it's just, I've never heard that phrase. I've never heard anybody care about it more than in the past, <laughs> like two weeks. We're like, what blank is it? What blank is that? <laughs> you're paying $35 or $40 delivered with $35 delivered uh, for a shirt. No, you're not if wrong. If it doesn't fit. Nobody's like, <laughs> nobody's wrong. Like I want my shirts to fit. It's just so funny that you're like, because of that blank is yeah. so sought after. Like, imagine, I, imagine that sentence a month ago. We'd all I, be like, what? Like, what? <laughs> when I did my run of t-shirts for my gym, I had to like specifically kind of like, okay, it's going to fit. It's going to be like a 50, 50. It's going to fit like a normal shirt. Like, like, it's not a fitted like I had to like go into detail, kind of just explain like how it fit and just kind of what it was. So, so big Ryan, uh, do you want people to find you on Instagram and Discord? What, what, what are they going to look for? Uh, on Discord, I'm big jacked and ginger. Uh, and then on uh, Instagram, I'm just, you know, regular jacked and ginger. There's no big in the name. Gotcha. So, speaking of jacked and ginger, we got a uh, question here from a, uh, a a former host of the Mass Comics podcast, Big Tyler Stone. He wants to know uh, if you had to pick one, would you rather be jacked or ginger? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, you kind of take that any way you want, but <laughs> um, let's see. I, I mean, I haven't been jacked my whole life, but I've been ginger my whole life. So honestly, out of the two, you know, it's hard to. To keep up the ginger part, but I definitely think that I would rather be jacked. You'd rather be jacked. Can't go wrong with being. You, you can't go wrong with being jacked. Gotcha. Have you got a lot of shit for being a ginger over your life? Just the whole like no soul joke and all that, like just stereotypical oh, ginger God. shit. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> it, you know, yeah. South Park. Some of the guys used, South Park fucked us for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> some of the guys I used to work with, uh, one of my first jobs at uh, one of the golf courses around here, like. 
you know, I got so much shit for being a ginger. And it, it was like, you know, it, it was one of those things where they were making fun of me because, like, they, they did like me, but uh, it was just giving me shit. But one of the guys, he, he gave me a nickname. He was like, all right, I'll either call you Irish or ginger. Which one would you prefer? I was like, well, I don't like either of them. And uh, he was like, <laughs> so I was like, I mean, I guess just ginger. And then it got shortened to, to Ginny. And then that just became my name for, I mean, I don't, they, they still call me that to this day, but you know, even around the golf course, like for the, the next eight years I was there, it's just like, Oh yeah. Hey, what's up, Jenny? And like, you know, it, it's someone tried to call me by my real name and he was like, no, his fucking name is Jenny. It was like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, it's been like that my whole life, but you know, a lot of fun to come with it. Sometimes I'll hit him with that's our word. <laughs> I like that. And they're, they're like, yeah. oh, look at the ginger. I was like, you can't say that. That's our word. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get right serious on him. Uh, did we mention who that was from? I must. I, yeah. I don't doubt yeah, for a big, second. Big Tyler Effin Stone. We got a lot of a lot of questions for you from crew. I want to point out. Like normally we don't have this many, so we got a lot this time. That's a good question to to start out with. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so while we're still on the the jacked and ginger train, uh, Big Coach Carp wants to know who is the most jacked ginger out there. God, uh, I don't even Chuck Norris. I don't keep up with. <laughs> I'm yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I don't keep up with too many jacked gingers, so it's like uh, I mean, the first one that come actually. So actually, this, you know, this is kind of the first person I think of because I get called this at work by one of my buddies. Um, but Seamus, the WWE wrestler. Yeah, it's good. You know, good he's, he's so I, I'd have to go with him. I think Celtic warrior working. I mean, apart him. apart from me, but you know, I'm not as famous as him. I'm the most jacked. Seamus got really jacked for a while there, and then I guess must have been on a bulk because like he went from being shredded to just being big. But I mean, he's he's a Big dude. He's a. I've always liked watching him. Always liked watching him. Yeah, I saw a video. He and Juji were uh, at one of the gyms a little bit north of me, uh, probably a couple of years ago. I was like, oh shit, that, you know, that would have been cool to go there and and you know meet them. But yeah, that was way after the fact that I saw the video. Let's do the uh, I'll do the last one that I got from crew. Um, let me jump ahead here. So this one's kind of funny. Uh, so big, big, uh, big, big foot guy mofo wants to know, are you a before or an after picture of big Chris Damager? Yes. <laughs> and where am I? Where do I fit in there? Because that us. Jen, I think it was it was Jen demanded we get that picture with the three of us. Yeah, I'm in my kill fat. And then you're all shredded, and then Chris is like, "I'm, I'm not shredded." <laughs> you were at the time, um, yeah. That was that was fun. No, I remember. Uh, I think the first night we were in Aberdeen on Thursday when we were at Pounders, and uh, you know, I was we were sitting there talking for a little bit, and then Jen was just like, "Oh my god, there's two of them!" And we just started busting out laughing. And it was oh, that was that was great. Well. You know, we we touched on it earlier, and I think it is to, it is worth it is one of the things that I got Tanner to announce when Tanner finally took over the microphone, mm-hmm. uh, and he was just giving like pieces of info on all the lifters. I was like, don't forget to mention that he was on the Righteous Gemstones in the God Squad. 
So I mentioned earlier that we had a connection. You know, Robert was on the main podcast. Right. Sorry, the sister podcast. And now you're on ours. And like the Massonomics universe and the Righteous Gemstones is just like shrinking. Because I love that show. Before I even knew you were yep. on it, I was watching that show. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like, I think that's really cool. Is there, um, the God Squad's probably not coming back, right? No, they, uh, that was a one season thing. Do you see any, I don't like the way this is worded, so I'm just going to say it. Like, who would win, God Squad or crew? Oh, uh, I mean, that's tough. I mean, so the God Squad has, you know, the, the jackedness and all that, like, and God on their side, but, you know, crew's got numbers. So it's like, you know, 300 and something crew versus <laughs> 14, 15 jack guy. That's, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> It's such but, a silly question. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is, but... Who would but, you know, fight? <laughs> My dad could be through the, power, through the power of friendship. I think uh, the crew would win. Yes, yes. The squad, the real squad, is the friends we made along the way. That's right. It's not about what you know; it's who you know. That's true. And we know at least two of the strongest people on the Righteous Gemstones. We got Robert, Never. and we got you. Both Massonomics or Massonomics adjacent. Correct. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> so I usually we don't dive too far into people's occupation, but I'm just from what one of your friends or I remember who gave me this, but uh, they just gave me Mercedes team member as your occupation. So I'm assuming I alone elaborate on that. I'm curious of what you do for them and. Uh, yeah, so I, 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 you know, all of the, so I work at the Mercedes Benz Vans plant, uh, here in Charleston. So, you know, we produce all the vans for all of North America, um, which is pretty neat. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in the paint shop, you know, kind of started on the seam seal line. If you most likely have no idea what that is, um, I didn't before I started there, but, uh, essentially it's just like, Feeling the, the vans for water tightness. Like if you go to your car, look at like open the door, look at the seam on the edge. Like you'll see a little ribbon of, you know, like hardened PVC. That's what, you know, I started out doing. But right now I'm just kind of, you know, floating around, uh, learning new stuff and uh, just getting passed around the shop. Yeah. You know, now on first shift, which is what allows me to be here on this lovely evening with you gents. Yeah, uh, for everyone, I offered uh, Big Jack and Ginger a spot on the podcast like three months ago in July, and at that point he was working third shift and it just wasn't second, was, second was, shift. Second shift. So you would have physically been working when we're recording, so it just wasn't an option. And I think, like I told him then, I was like, "Oh, hit, hit me if it ever changes." I think you made a comment either on Instagram or the Discord that you were on a different shift, and I was like, "I reached out to you and like we had just scheduled like." A week ago. <laughs> so I did. I did lay that as bait a little bit. I, I, I am excited about it, but I was like, I was like, oh, I'm on first shift now. And then sure enough, like an hour later, he's like, you want to be on the podcast? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Spreadsheet's coming handy because like for three months, you were on the spreadsheet as not available until shift change or something like that. And I was like, mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah, so I'm happy to be here. You know? I'm glad to have you, buddy. Now, why don't why don't we have your brother? I understand that um, you're very proud of how attractive and cool he is. <laughs> that was what he gave. Oh, no, I know. I know. Uh, I know. I, That's I, hilarious. I, I, I could only have guessed that that was him. Um, 
Yeah, no, he. I mean, he's he's not a creeper. That's all I can say. You know, it's. It was yeah. funny because I expected him to follow up on that with like something legit. No, and that's he didn't. and I was just like, no. Oh. He... A lot of your friends, a lot of your friends gave me a lot of random shit that like just didn't get copy and pasted into here because I'm like, well, that's just a random story that I don't know how to incorporate into anything other than like, <laughs> your personal experience with him that's not relevant to him. I was like, right. oh, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> no, that's fair. Uh, I'll tell you a, st- a quick story today. My kid, um, I gave my iPad to my kid, okay? And I didn't factory reset it. I just removed all of my information. And I guess it kept a bunch of my pictures on it. And he found uh, this cat meme I had downloaded years ago. That is a picture of essentially a cat smirking and looking a little a little, a little self-righteous mm-hmm. or a little grumpy. Mm-hmm. So I had to explain to him, like, Daddy, why do you have this cat? And I was like, well, this is... This is what daddy would look like if he was a cat. Hmm. So I understand that you really like cat <laughs> memes. I and, do. I do love some cat memes. Yeah, me too. So like, tell me about your favorite cat meme. I mean, it, I'm, it's hard to say. I, there, there's so many good ones. Like right now, I've been really enjoying the ones. It's like, you know, the, the black cat sitting there with like just this like blank stare on his face with the other cat, like, kind of looking like it's talking to him and like just all the ones going with that like those are (laughs) yeah those those. are hilarious and just seeing all the orange cat memes because like we uh just got an orange cat maybe i think six months ago and he's just a absolute terror but he's like the sweetest cat too whenever he wants to be uh so it's just like seeing those and then the parallels with him i'm like yeah i mean he attracts he he is a, a straight up orange cat just going nuts. That's He's fantastic. actually had to close the door to this room because he was trying to barge in a little bit ago and doing his little uh, meows. And, yeah, he'll show and you who's Jack and Ginger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure he's like, Dad? Like, yes, it's me. Uh, anyway, that was fun. I do love cat memes, especially <laughs> on TikTok. There's a guy called Rockstar and he does voiceovers for dogs and cats. So like it'll just be like a cat running around and he'll be like doing mm. he'll be dictating what you know the cat is saying. It is genuinely funny. Oh, uh have you ever watched uh on Instagram and probably on TikTok too, but the his his name is Drennan Davis and he does like he has I think four cats and he does voiceovers for him and like, you know, it's kind of like a little skit each time he posts and it's it hilarious. And there's uh, always and I was excited. it's always funny. Like it always yeah. Gets me and, a good laugh. And then there's um the two artists that have made songs using cats. I don't know if you've caught any of that. Those are really I don't fun. think so. Oh, there's one guy he's called the Kiffness or something. And like if there's a cat, the the most famous one is there's a cat that sounds like it's saying, Sometimes I'm alone, sometimes I'm not. Hello. And it sounds like the cat is saying that. So this guy <laughs> took that. And he made it a whole song using that cat's wow. voice. It's it's actually incredible, but like the internet just, just stays untested. Like it's so fun. <laughs> yeah, people's creativity never disappoint. Correct. What's your favorite brand of smelling salts? Go. That's a tough one. I'm gonna have to go with obsidian ammonia. Hell yeah, sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> 
So I got a good one here. Uh, I guess it's it's more of a, a versus. So here you have a very strong opinion on this. <laughs> so Moe's. So welcome to Moe's versus Chipotle. Like like Moe's Tavern from Simpsons. Uh, it's like uh, it's it's Chipotle adjacent. Uh, Chipotle like, adjacent. Like speed, like speedy, like Mexican themed, like Subway type of. Is like, it, isn't know. Chipotle owned by McDonald's? No, that I don't know. Um, I don't know but I actually had this had this conversation with uh, someone at work today, actually. And <laughs> so you have so fresh Mo- Moses is you know I, I know Mo- it's not everywhere. Um, it's yeah, it, it's it's my go to if I just want a good old burrito. Just you know, flavors are there. The quality is there. The chips are free. You know, it's it's all delicious. Like it's it's they know how to make a burrito, put things together. Great. I swore off Chipotle, especially after this moment, because you know my girlfriend doesn't care for notes that much. So I was like, all right, you know, I want something like this, so we'll go to Chipotle. Like I'll get a quesadilla. Like that's fine. Um, and usually. That any other place that does this, Qdoba, or, uh, you know, I haven't been there too often, so I can't speak on them really, but Moe's especially, uh, you know, if you get rice or corn salsa or whatever, they put it inside the quesadilla. So I got a chicken and cheese quesadilla with, you know, uh, I think it was salsa, uh, some rice, and then something else. I forget what it was, but I opened the box after getting it. And then it was just chicken and cheese in the quesadilla with everything else on the side. So I had to deconstruct my quesadilla to remake it to what I wanted. I was just like, this is the stupidest shit ever. And it's not even good. Like, I was, I just, I was like, I'm done. I'm not, I'm so done with Chipotle. So is that your only experience with Chipotle, though? No, I've, I've had, you know, numerous. Cause... The only thing okay, I can say about cause... Chipotle is that the good thing I, I I'll say is that burritos are a good size. They're nice mm-hmm. and big. It's great. But the chicken's always, you know, too like charred. It's just it the it, the flavors aren't as robust, in my opinion. You got to pay for the chips. The taste is not even. It's just not. It's not for me. I don't like it. I'm not a big. It's fan. definitely more. Definitely more expensive. It's more or less like everything's a la carte compared to yeah. uh, to Moe's, give or take. But like, I w- I'm glad you at least had some other stuff because if you're judging Chipotle solely on their quesadilla. I'm pretty sure their quesadilla is like only on their fucking kids menu. Like you have to, or like, like it's very, it, it's not like a regular item that they, or it's not a regularly served item, or at least like. I think it was new at the time or something yeah. like it was. This was maybe a year and a half ago or so, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm done with but, this. But place. yeah, I do agree. Moe's quesadillas are legit because you can add like and their stacks. It ends, it ends oh, up delicious. being like a fucking four inch thick quesadilla. Yeah, they're, they're, oh yeah, their quesadilla almost is a stack where they like fold it over. So I always ask to get mm-hmm. a quesadilla crispy just because when they they just make it regular because I have like seven. It's too floppy. It. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, make that like damn near burn that bitch so it doesn't fall apart. Mm-hmm. Can't, mm-hmm. can't have a floppy Still- quesadilla. <laughs> floppy. <account. laughs> <laughs> no, <I> mean, <laughs> McDonald's uh, does not own Chipotle. They were a major investor until 2006, and then they divested. Word. Yeah, I would. Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to get fact checked again <laughs> <laughs> on some like random thing that I was just like, I wonder if, and then somebody's like, no, idiot. In the Discord, mm-hmm. somebody's always coming for me. Uh, actually, yeah, actually, fucking nerds. <laughs> um, so Keith, you jumped in a little quickly there. I had follow ups. 
Oh man. Yeah. What is your, <laughs> we're going to count this as the sponsor read. So I was just wondering, tell me about your favorite obsidian ammonia. Tell me about the time that you used Ooh. it the best or the Ooh. scent was the best. Go. That, see, that's also another tough one. Like there, there's so many good scents. Um, right now I've really been enjoying the, uh, the menthol regret. That's a, it, it's, it hurts, but it's refreshingly painful. Um, that's the, so that's the tobacco, right? The menthol. Right. That's a newer one. I should have um, got on that, but like I have a whole <laughs> container of obsidian ammonia. Like I would oh, give got, it away like, at this point. <laughs> I've got like six bottles up in my gym bag. I just reach in and grab and I'm like, all right, well, pumpkin spice today. And then like next one, I'll be like, all right, this is a uh, nose candy today. I just don't use, I don't use them enough, but I like, so nose bleach, I'm going to say is my favorite. I have always loved the nose bleach but now the dim mac is dim mac and nose bleach combined the redux and that's god that's just sitting in there and i opened up the container the other day to ask steve like if he needed some and it just hit me and then i was like god i really want to open that dim mac <laughs> like, I, I do want to try the dim mac uh redux but the nose bleach alone like i you know i'm scared of nose bleach like i'll i'll open it for like special occasions but I know it's going to hurt. Um, it's going to, it's going to hurt. It's going to get up inside your nose behind your eyeball and make it feel like your eyeballs falling out. That's so yes. But no, I, uh, I, I, right now I'm, I, I think the pumpkin spice has always been like one of the ones that I, you know, constantly yep. get each year. And it's, that's honestly probably my favorite because it still hits hard and it's, pumpkin it's spice a, it's lobotomy. they call it right. The PSL. It is available now. Uh, I don't know if anybody won that that gift card with the golden ticket, but I did know. not. I tried. I actually, I, I can't justify more ammonia, but I want to, mm. <laughs> I want more ammonia. I wanted this tobacco one so bad. Cause we talked about snuff. I think last two weeks ago or something, I could just miss snuff. Uh, snuff is a pow- Did we not talk about snuff? I chewed tobacco for like five years of my life. And it was just, <laughs> snuff the hardest is- thing I ever you're talking about something you're talking about like a tobacco snuff is a powdered tobacco that you um sniff Mm. yeah i didn't know not not in america and snuff is like just like chew or chewing tobacco uh, but i wouldn't i don't know what you guys would call it but up here and the rest of the world snuff is a powdered tobacco that you snort and it was the weirdest thing oh it was the best uh apparently the queen developed it so that she could like years, like like hundreds of years ago, a queen developed it so she could visit the poor areas and not have to smell them. Hmm. So she would just, and I used to get cans of it. Like you get apricot and mint and like peanut butter jelly. And like, you'd get all these scents and flavors. And it was my favorite way to get tobacco, but Canada outlawed it. So nobody sells it up here. You can't, you can't even get it on the res and you can get anything on the res. <laughs> like you can't get snuff. I think I had to start ordering it from Sweden at some point to get it. And now you can't even, I can't even remember the website. So that's fun. That's so random that like the same word, like, like I literally like chewed snuff for fucking from like 17 to like 21 or 22 or something. It was the hardest fucking thing I ever did was giving that up. Like I still dream about that. Like I have not had tobacco in my consistent and fucking almost 20 years and i still <laughs> literally get a dream of dream about it once or twice a year where i'm like i wake up and i'm like oh man did i did i give in last night at the party and like, do something? <laughs> I was like i was like oh thankfully i didn't 
So if you Google snuff tobacco, yeah, you get what I'm talking about. That's weird. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. that must be on the Canadian Google. And you and you get a lot of stuff. (laughs) You get a lot of stuff saying "Don't do it." (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that's fair. But anyway, so back to the the obsidian ammonia thing because that's like I was thinking of ordering that stuff, but yeah, I I love me my nose. Right, just do it. Just, just rip it and rip it. Order it. Use code unpaid. Save fifteen percent. Help out the podcast. Help out my ammonia addiction. So when I did <laughs> when I did when I did snuff images, like the first three or four is like the shit up your nose, and then maybe like six or seven down, it goes to like what I consider snuff. Well, we call we call it we call that chew. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I. Yeah. This is weird. I didn't never know that. I'm like looking at the images of people fucking doing lines off their hands. I'm like, yeah, that's wow, how you do that's it. Like, huh. that's crazy. That's... You would do it like cocaine, except it's just tobacco. It's literally the same thing. You're just snorting tobacco. Finally, finely ground tobacco. It had to be so unhealthy. Like, obviously, it's fucking outlawed. I don't, I don't know if that was ever. I actually, I might do some research later and see if that was ever a thing in America. Like, if it was ever legal beer or ever consumed. No, Americans like gross stuff, like chewing tobacco that they have to spit out in front of everybody. Yeah, that did that for you. You hold, you hold in your fucking gross cup. My one buddy used to do it, and I love the guy, but he used to, like, and he's sitting at the bar into this gross cup. He's like, dude, it looks like gasoline. Yeah, I did that a lot. So the worst is, uh, the worst is being drunk and rubbing. Why you're and you're using like an empty beer can or a beer bottle as your spitter, and you're so fucking drunk that you go to drink your beer and you drink the goddamn oh, spitter, no. and you're like, oh, fuck. Now you <laughs> you earned that, earn that disgusting yeah. man. <laughs> oh, it's like oh man. No, it was it was a horrible. It was the worst fucking habit of my life. I was like I, I to, to reiterate again, like it was the hardest. Like stopping that was the hardest thing I ever did in my life. I it took me like three or four attempts. Uh, and I was finally able to like put it, put the can down completely because I, I ended up having like a really bad sinus infection or cold or flu or like I was just, I was sick and out of work for like a week and I physically like couldn't do it because I was so congested. And then I remember going back to work and I actually, I think I was working framing houses or construction at the time and I had a can in my tool belt and I like, I opened it up and I looked at it and I kind of, you know, thought about it and I just fucking chucked it in the woods and never had a, never had a, you know, never was, was tempted or did it again. Well, I was tempted, but never did it again. Yeah. Like, I don't remember that. I'll remember that until the day I die. I gave up snuff pretty easily and, and then just, I think pretty recently started thinking about it again. Uh, but even like cigars, I can, I, I think I had one earlier this week and I haven't had one since. And I've said it before that cigars are just one of those things that I enjoy, but I don't like come home like itching for, right? If I come home and the weather's nice and I have an hour, I'm going to go have a cigar. But like on a night like tonight where my day was jammed, I'm not like missing cigars. I don't have an addiction to tobacco, so anyway. Hmm. Keith, pick well, something else to talk about. I yeah. just went on way too long about fucking powdered tobacco. So I got so I got we well, got I got two here that kind of pour out of each other. So I two facts I heard about you from your family and friends is you love to cook and you're an extremely picky eater. Do those kind of correspond with each other? Uh I mean uh yeah, probably. I mean I though so I'd always been you know, I don't love to cook since I was a little kid. Um, yeah, I, my mom would teach me how to do certain things and, you know, grandparents would teach me how to cook all that good stuff. Um, and then I had, I tried to go to culinary school for a little bit and then I was just like, no, nah, I don't want to do this. 
And then I actually went to a real kitchen before I went to go work in Mercedes. I was like, holy shit, this is a blast. Like I had, it was one of the most fun jobs I ever had. I was a, a pizza cook at one of the restaurants downtown. I was up, you know, out front working, um, being able to talk to people and like, just kind of just, I don't know. It was, it was just, it was a, one of the most fun things I've ever done. And then I went to go do this and just completely changed everything. Um, I don't do as much cooking anymore, but I'm still a very picky eater. Uh, I'm a lot better than I used to be, <laughs> but it's, it's definitely, you know, it, it, it sucks in a way. Cause I'm like, you know, I want to like enjoy things that other people do, but it just doesn't taste good. I'm like, I don't, I don't, or the texture like of something just isn't for me. I'm like, no, you do oyster snooters. Like texture <laughs> issue. So so you you have tried everything that you consider that you don't like or are you just afraid to eat new shit? No, I mean I'm not afraid to try anything, but you know, I'll uh I'll definitely like I'm very opinionated, I'll be like, no, nah, this is you know, garbage. But no, and trust me, like it, me now, if you would have asked me like three years ago, I'd be like, Do you like oysters? I'm like, no, because they're gross. And I actually like you know, starting to try and like I, I started with the steam. They're like, all right, you know, it's not bad. Like, you know, a little cocktail sauce, it's fine. And like went to the oysters on the half shell, like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, this is pretty good. And then like just kind of, you know, just open that whole uh, little lemon you know, juice, little hot yeah. sauce, maybe some horseradish to make yeah. it go down a little. Sm- I know what you're Oh, yeah. And, I, I, and I, I do a little, you know, put on the cracker, get, you know, a little Tabasco, a little cocktail sauce, a little extra horse. Just, I make a, you know, show out yep. of it, but, uh, you know, it, so you can get a little extra, you know, crunched with that, but, you yeah, know, it, it, uh, it, it definitely, you know, it's been my whole life just being a picky eater and I'm, I'm definitely a lot better, but it's. What's yeah. the one thing you won't touch no matter how it's prepared? <laughs> Ooh. That's a good one. My answer is very easy. So, but because I'm, my wife labels me a picky eater. Although there, there are people who are pickier, right? Like if I come home and my wife's like, I made this for dinner, I'll be like, okay, I'll eat that. But if I have a choice, I don't want that. Like my stepdad, I guess you would call him. He's a way pickier. He won't eat anything. So I'm not that level, but there is one thing. That if she tells me it's in there, I will go somewhere else to eat. <laughs> um, I, I, that's a, I really can't like off the top of my head. I mean, there's a lot of different things, and I, I kind of had a little, uh, you know, one of my questions for y'all was going to involve this kind of thing. Um, but what, a, a lot of the cheeses I don't like. Oh, like okay. I won't touch them. I will not touch them. Like any. Unless it's like a basic cheese, like, mm-hmm. you know, cheddar. Stink- I love a good sharp cheddar. You don't like yeah, stinky like cheese. St- Blue cheese, disgusting. Yep. Uh, Gouda, gross. Uh, Whoa. You know, uh, yeah, not, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, people want me to, they be like, oh, try this brie cheese. I'm like, okay, it tastes like nothing. I'm like, this is terrible. Brie, brie does like, taste I, like nothing. <laughs> I'm like, it, it, I, I, <laughs> thank you. Um, it's delicious but it does taste like nothing when it's done properly that's fun Jesus. yeah Yeah, like you go to you know like your fancy charcuterie and like try this like aged goat fucking anus whatever and you're just like no (laughs) 
but it doesn't it taste bitter? That's not good. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm... Uh, mine's mushrooms. Not a fan. Mine's mushrooms. Won't fucking touch them. Ooh, yep. okay. Nope. Now, if there's if there's mushrooms in it that I can pick out, the flavor of mushrooms is not a problem for me. I enjoy what mushrooms will add to the sensory of like the flavor and the smell. But the moment the mushroom is in my mouth, I will gag and immediately not want to touch the meal. Hmm. Yeah. I can see like, I'm not a, 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 sorry, go ahead, Keith. There's like a soggy, like I like a, I like a crispy, almost like charred and burnt mushroom or like a, cause like you can tell, like I can tell when it's like a good fresh ish mushroom versus like what they opened up a, a fucking can of in the back. So like, I'd I'm kind of thinking like, if it's a lower in place, like, yeah, you can hold off on the mushrooms because they're just going to suck. But if you go to a nice steakhouse, you're probably going to get decent, like, you know, grilled mushrooms with like, you know, and like a sauteed onion thing. So here's the thing. Mushrooms eat poop. Mushrooms eat dead things. Mushrooms eat detritus. And then they grow into this thing that you're supposed to eat that, in my opinion, has the same texture as human flesh. So I have no desire like if you eat meat right have you ever had pork rinds joey the cannibal like pork rinds are just fried flesh i love pork rinds but when they're not done properly they just taste like terrible stuff so yeah no no mushrooms And, and my wife knows if she cooks with them she warns me i pick them out i don't eat them She's like, I think it's fancy shiitake. I don't know. Nope. Nope. Just gross. Just fungus. I'm not eating fungus. I don't eat bugs. I don't eat fungus. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big mushroom guy either. Yeah, there you go. But then try this delicious goat anus fungus. No, I'm not. Like... <laughs> goat anus is twice now. So the name of this episode. I served on a shark coochie board. Shark coochie board. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so maybe maybe one or two, and we can get into the overrated, underrated. Um, I just want to touch on one. Uh, we'll bring up your brother again. Uh, I want to hear the, a quick story on how he convinced you to use your grandpa's garden as a bathroom. And if it's just pissing, that's that's not funny. But if you actually took a shit in it, <laughs> I really want to hear the story. I, I knew this is <laughs> I knew this was going to come up. Um, <laughs> that's when I ever. I, yeah. Okay. So let me go ahead and preface this by saying I was. <laughs> Probably four or five years old. I was I was probably four or five years old at the time, maybe as old as six. Um, and so me and my brother were up, we were playing some game. Uh, I forget what it was, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I got to go use the bathroom." And my brother's like, "Oh, we'll just use the the garden." I was like, "Okay." And so I went to go take a shit in his garden, <laughs> and. My brother, he's just like running in and out of the house, like bringing me toilet paper. Like he he's being a terrible big brother by encouraging this. And my granddad finally, like the second time he went in there, he was like, "All right, what what is going on?" And like walked out and he squatted in the in the garden. Um, and then that's about all I remember. Uh, that's hysterical. But I'll just, yeah, it's I knew he was going <laughs> to mention that story. And the funny thing is, like, stories like that are probably, like, you probably remember people telling the story more than you might even remember the event, because that's something that you probably, (laughs) you probably, that was probably told, like, every two or three years at a family reunion. Oh, it it comes up all the time. It comes, and my my dad is always the one who will, you know, bring it up, and 
<laughs> because my brother said he's like, you were the one encouraging him. He's like, well, yeah, we wanted to play the game. I'd have to check but, the yeah. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure your girlfriend's the one that told me that, but she just worded it as, as go to the bathroom and not take a shit. So, like, I almost didn't bring it yeah. up because I'm like, it was so big. And does he mean just like everyone pisses outside? It's like nothing. But <laughs> I was like, I have to ask. If there's, a, if there's a chance he shit in the garden, I want to hear it. And that's hysterical. <laughs> I'm glad that we got that story. <laughs> so, oh, I'm, God. Yep. I'm cool with just maybe one more moving on to unpaid if you're good I, with that. I've got nothing else, actually. So then let's go ahead. Try to keep this one under four hours. Yes. Oh, we're coming up on two. If I like it's a PR, if you can keep us under two hours, Ryan, like you fucking hey, win. All right. Because I am. Uh, see you all later. Yeah. <laughs> just d- dips out <laughs> now. Uh, it says here you love to golf, and I want to know why you hate Tanner's truck. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I do love to golf. I loved watching that and, reaction. You were like, "Wait, what?" And then, uh, yeah, it, and it then took me like, God damn it! <laughs> um, I can, you know, with a hundred percent confidence, say I've never hit a vehicle, uh, but I have hit a few houses. And you know, was it, that your it, fault? Uh, I mean, it wasn't intentional. It just the ball, you know. I I pulled it a little bit, then it just started to to turn and next thing I know I heard Doop. and then <laughs> luck- luckily one of the times it was uh you know one of the members of the golf course I worked at she was like it's you I was like oh no I was like yep it's me and she was like just like put her head down just doing this I was like I'm sorry you know I didn't break anything but I definitely hit you know the siding I think and but you know it comes with the territory of, of living on a golf course the price you pay if you live on a fucking golf course yeah like you chose to live on that golf course more than likely it's like I don't I highly doubt that the golf you know that you built your house and then they put a golf course in but you know so yeah it's it's nothing new like it, it happens all the time but yeah luckily I've never hit a car or broken a window mm-hmm. knock on wood knock on windshields not <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so we've already done the technically the ad read. Yeah, just remember to do obsidian ammonia unpaid. Um, there was talks today that we have the potential to start mentioning a new sponsor. Um, so tune in for that maybe next week or the or the week after. But there is something else coming, and it's a product we've talked about on the the podcast before. It's one I'm interested in. It's one Keith uses quite often. I don't know if he wants to give you any more information than that, but. Tune in next week. Something else is in the works. Yeah, something else is in the works, guys. So let's get into unpaid and underrated. Now, normally I go last because we saved the controversial ones for me, but I think this time I'd like to go first. Well, don't take any of my good ones, damn it. Oh, no. Okay, you know what? Then you go <laughs> no, first. Because well, normally like, I add a bunch during, but you've yeah, been doing that. Well, it's just because I, I, I only had like three or four to start. Yep. Usually I have like five or six already, and then like you'll add a couple of little cherry pick, but I didn't have I my my inbox was light on quality, uh overrated and underrated that's, topics. That's and, fine. And, and the and the couple that we had, a couple of the good ones I wanted to cover. Like like yeah, when as soon as you mentioned cheese, I was like, You son of a bitch, that was gonna be a <laughs> underrated, underrated <laughs> topics. So we always kind of play with that. Fire, that was also one of mine. So <laughs> but no, I don't yeah, I don't care. They're they're all top of well, so, I mean, at least, at least two of them can apply to me. So I'll do two and you do the rest. Have yeah, All right. No, I'm good. So unpaid or underrated, Deathcore. 
Oh, underrated. Hell yeah. It, uh, I mean, you know, there are some bands that, you know, sound very similar. Every song sounds the same. But there's a lot of good bands out there that, you know, it, they just they just hit right. Like, especially when you're going for a PR or something, you just want something heavy. Just they hit right. That's all, you know. Yep. It's, uh, it's definitely underrated, I think. Mawav says that I listen to Goblin music. Um, we've <laughs> talked about Will Ramos on the podcast before. You know who Will? Oh Ramos. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And that dude, like, he does things that are just. Mike Patton used to be, if you know who Mike Patton is, Faith No More, Phantomas, Tomahawk. Um, he did the voices of the zombie things from that Will Smith movie, I Legend. I Legend. I am Legend. I am, I am Legend. Yeah, not I Robot. I am Legend. Because Mike Patton can do like <laughs> Mike oh, Patton How you get... can yep. do like insane voices. Will Ramos, and but Will but Mike Patton had to use like like things. Will Ramos at like the drop of a hat can sound like a demon coming out of hell. And I've been spoiled by him because sometimes I listen to other goblin-y music, and it's like not as good. Um, there was one. Um, Oh god, what was their name? It was like Swarm of Silence or something like that. They're fucking amazing. Oh yeah. Um I've heard of them. They're on here. They're on, I can go through this list. Last I think last week we talked about Jaluka, which is a Japanese death yeah. band. And they, I was gonna listen to them. I'm I'm curious about them. So the song is Black, but B-L-V-C-K. Okay. And that would that would be a good one to like watch the video and get an introduction. Like the lyrics are shit, but they're decent and they like include dubstep into their breakdowns mm-hmm. which is kind of insane um but yeah um i'm with you on that one one of my favorite bands uh is spite i don't know if you've listened to them nope um they are very angry uh the vocals are just like it, it, they're different it, uh it's hard to explain but he doesn't. He has some like deep guttural stuff, but it's a lot of like higher pitched. Uh, and would, wouldn't that be closer to metalcore? No, I don't think so. I it, once you listen to it, I think you'll okay. It's a what does Nick Nocturnal say that like metalcore is the bleh and deathcore is the bree bree bree. And if, yeah. you, if you've listened to either of those, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh Keep yeah, fucking right confused. I also. I love spite is a motivating factor in my life, but it has nothing to do with the band. I love a good black. The the band is killer. I, they're one that I would kill to see right now. Um, but yeah, Will Ramos, like his uh, cover he did, I think with Nick Nocturnal uh, Recreant. Uh, uh, Recreant. Oh yep. God. Right. I didn't even know it was a cover. And then I heard the original and then I was like, Sorry, was the it cup, Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea Grin? I think the first <laughs> yeah, Chelsea one, right? Grin. And I yep. had the cover. And I was like, "Sorry, Chelsea Grin, like that's his now." <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it, it's it's incredible. Uh, uh, one last one I want to put out there before I yep. ask you the next one. Um, have you heard of Netherwalker? I have not. Okay, so Netherwalker, from what I understand, is a Dungeons and Dragons based deathcore band. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> So this song, I love that. it's called Thine King Weeps for Mercy. Now, this song was released back in 2022. And there is a moment 
where the vocalist does what can be best described as the predator clicks. And it okay. leads, it's the last 40 seconds of the song. So if you have to fast forward it, but you won't like the rest of the song is really good. But the last 40 seconds of the song is where like the bridge comes in before that heavy breakdown. And he does that. And then in uh, Vikings by slaughter to prevail, he does mm. that alligator sound. Yeah. That's just a deeper guttural version of what the, of what nether Walker did last year. Okay. So give it, give that one a listen. It's called Thine King Weeps for Mercy. Um, it's been on my playlist for a little while, but it's it's fucking wild. <laughs> like, I'll have to give that a shot. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so you said underrated on that one. Keith looks so bored. Underrated. Like, <laughs> no, there's so like like get on the. I, I know Ryan's recording on his phone, so he can't. He doesn't have access to the. Are you dying cast, from but... that meme? Oh God! I just saw it uh, at nine fifty nine. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see this. Big big chat GPT post or big big chat GPT posted a screenshot of you. You know, a zoom in with your mustache because I posted a screenshot <laughs> of the three of us, and then it's uh, the, the Skeletor uh, Skeletor going sigh, looking down at his dick, and then unzipping his. Yeah, you know, <laughs> oh, that was good. I saw that. I was like, fuck, you broke me in the middle of this podcast. Like, way to go. I can't wait to to see this. It's going to be good. And uh, a a quick follow up on that, too, is about an hour ago when I posted that, uh, one of the hosts uh, said, Look at that stash. I hope he keeps it for the Lift Hard Lizzie Classic 2024. So, you know, you you kind of got called out. You might have to. It'll be there. So, Damager and I, Chris. We already uh, talked about doing mustaches for the next one, so it'll be there. It'll be there on meat day. It'll be there on meat day. (laughs) That's that's, that's twice you got that one today, bud. That's good. All right. Uh, Unpaid or underrated, Mr. Clean. I mean, you got to go underrated. He was the original, you know. The jackball dude? The original jackball I can can only strive to be uh that jacked and bald i mean i am that bald but you know (laughs) that jacked at least (laughs) so uh definitely and you know he's clean it's in his name so i'll have to go underrated now maybe it is there a mandela effect happening here because i think we've we've experienced that on this podcast before did he used to have two earrings Mm -hmm. i don't recall Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure about the earrings. Did he used to look younger though? That that was that's my thing. Because he's like, I feel like he's aged now. Like he's got like a like a does he have like a you know a gray beard and shit? Or am I just imagining? That? Yeah, no, like, no, that one I haven't heard of. No, no, I physically I could have sworn like if I like see them on the paper towels. And well, shit you know he's a cartoon, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why it's like, did they literally age the cartoon or did they? Keep I mean, that'd be a, a good play. I mean, to age the cartoon, like go with the years. I mean, yeah. that'd be kind of a I might be, smaller. I might be mistaken. I don't no, know. I don't. I've never seen him with a beard, but I I want to say a beard, have, like, he had a he had a mustache. I could swear he had a he's the mustache. Maybe it's the mustache. Thing. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Uh, no, well, right. correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he used to have the two earrings back when earrings he, were, he, were masculine. You might be right. I feel like that is at one point he had two, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. All right. Um, okay, I'm going to do one more, and I, yeah, I bet it. I bet Keith is mad. I'm going to take this one. No, but... what Un- you got to do, buddy? Unpaid or underrated, Danny McBride? <laughs> oh, okay. underrated. 
Um, and what about Adam? This is, like Adam played the guy that you were with most of the time, right? Yeah, he played uh, Kelvin. Um, he was a cool dude. I mean, between takes, like we were mostly hanging around, you know, Adam and uh, the guy who plays Keith, Tony. Um, you know, they're you know between takes, they'd talk with us mostly. Like sometimes Adam would have to go off and you know do something else, but um, super nice people. Uh, Danny McBride, like I didn't really get to talk to him a whole lot. Um, but you know, between takes, like, you know, they have people like I sat my beard at the time. So they'd be like brushing it down, like putting sunscreen on me. Like I didn't do it. It was cool. I was like, man, this is luxurious. And then he'd be like kind of walking around. Like he was like literally just like kind of hovering around me, like looking at everything. I was like, this is just, this is crazy. Um, and then, you know, the, the shows he puts out though, I mean, Eastbound and Down is a classic, uh, Vice Principles is I like that show. I think that that's a great one. Um not a lot of people know about it, but uh if you it's only two seasons too like as well, so it's not a super long show, you can go right through it, but that's I mean it's hilarious. It's also filmed in Charleston and then Righteous Gemstones is you know, it it is what it is. It's great. Um he's uh, he's just completely underrated his, his comedic genius is you know up right up there um, like did you I like ever... all three of those shows but i think i like vice principles honestly like a hair better than the other two that one i haven't heard yeah of, I, yeah. I think it's, it's just like I, mean, I think it's more realistic it's somewhat it's just a hair more like they're all unrealistic as shit but like, like i think vice principles is a hair more realistic maybe but that's just because like mm-hmm. oh, i have i have friends that are teachers and fucking just hate their job and hate the kids and all that and that's kind of a theme of the show a little bit so fun fact when i was uh working at that uh monza that pizza place before i went to mercedes where it was like some sunday and uh sure enough like after a food and wine festival or something you know some people walk in in a group and go like a private room like at the front and no idea who it was at the time and then one of the the servers comes up she's like hey can i get something for so-and-so i didn't hear the name i was like well, yeah, here you go. And then someone mentioned the name Danny McBride. I was like, holy shit. Like, he's here. He's like, yeah, he's in the back room over there. And sure enough, like, I made a pizza for him and all that. And, like, he ate it. And then I saw him walk across to go to the bathroom. I was hoping that he'd stop and say, that was a great pizza. But he just, you know, kept walking. But, yeah, it was, a, it was really cool to see him in person there. And, you know, it, it's – and he also lives here, so – now did um now when did when he went to the when you said he went to the bathroom did he go take a shit in the garden out back or did he just go to the toilet? <laughs> not, no, there was no garden out back, so it's not uh, an option. You guys didn't grow your fresh, <laughs> fresh fresh vegetables in the back that you guys shit in. Okay, good stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta keep them fertilized. Uh, I think I cut you off there, Joey. What were you saying earlier? Nope, uh, I was gonna just ask if you got to work with John Goodman at all. No, he was a. Uh... He, on the first filming day, he was there, um, but they were doing a scene off to the side. So I, I got to see him and like didn't ever get to talk to him. But it was, it was cool to see him in person. I wish I could have talked to him. John Goodman's under underrated as shit. Like, yeah, I've been watching him since like Roseanne, like the fucking like late eighties, early nineties. I feel like I've just mm-hmm. I've been aware of him for like the majority of my life. All right, well, it is my turn to bring us home here on these last three. Uh, the first one, I don't know what this means, but I know you were at a wedding, so I don't know if it is gonna, if it's if it's a South thing or if it's something that you wore at the wedding. Uh, what the hell is a seersucker suit, and do you find yeah, it underrated? 
Did I even say that word right? What yeah, the seer hell is a seersucker suit? suit? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it like without it, it's hard to to describe exactly like practice, but yeah, if you Google it real quick, I mean it's it's a southern staple. Like I mean it's it's the epitome of the South. Like, um, but I wore one to prom. I think twice and it was complete. It was very ill fitting. Like it needed to be tailored. And like, it was not, but I look like a goon in it, but, uh, um, I got you. Yeah. That was, the, that the suits themselves. Right. They, it's I almost mean, like, it's almost a Pee Wee Herman suit. Damn near. A bit. It's, a, it's the ones I'm they, looking it, at. Yeah. It's a little lighter in material. So like, it, it's really good for like a hot summer day. Um, okay. Okay. But yeah, I, you know, I'm going to have to go with underrated on that one either as well. It, you know, nice. the classy. It's a good rating. All right. Let's move into number two here. Uh, Jeeps. I know you like Jeeps. So, well, not, not Jeeps. As a Jeep owner, I'm going to have to go unpaid. Um, I love my Jeep. It's, it's, it's. I was misled. <laughs> uh, no, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I love my Jeep I have. So I've got a 92 Wrangler. Um, it's actually older than I am, but it, you know, obviously this is just my personal uh experience with these but yeah it's, i gotta you know so much work i'm still doing on it like it's, it's definitely a project but also a lot of other jeep owners they they think they have like the greatest car ever made i'm just like this is not there are so many cars that are more capable off-road than a jeep and like you it's you're just over it's unpaid completely unpaid. they just, they just want to like, be part of it they just want to be part of a club. Like the Jeep is a very like culty click. I feel um, it is. I was never into like the CJs or the XJs. Um, I remember what what what, what, what was it? Because I I had a I had an eighty nine Cherokee, but is that called the XJ and the CJ? Yeah, the, the XJ. Wrangler? Yeah, so the the I, CJs are the Wrangler. I miss I I miss the Cherokee style so much. Like they discontinued those in like oh one, I think oh two. And I think they brought them back. They're just goofy and fucking look all rounded off. And they're just not mm-hmm. the Jeep. Like they're not the Jeeps I grew up with. Like I, there was like a, like, like a 20 year span from like the early eighties to the early two thousands where like mm-hmm. a Jeep, a Jeep Cherokee looked almost exactly the same. And they only changed like how round the, uh, the turn signals were basically. Uh, right. But goddamn, I, I missed that. That was my favorite vehicle of all time, but I never got, I was never a fan of like, I don't know the, the, the soft top and like, you know, how loud that would be as like just a functional, like as a, as a second vehicle, that's a toy. Sure. As a daily yeah. driver, that just seems fucking over. That just seems unpaid as a motherfucker. That's what it is. Like mine is a toy, which uh, let me say though, like compare, like the newer Jeeps are definitely like unpaid. Like they're, they're not really built that well. Like they look good. Sure. But the older stuff, like the YJs, the XJs, the CJs, uh, even some TJ, like those are where the great engines are. Like everything is. Well, the the, the, the inline six has been around since like the fucking thirties oh, yeah. or whatever. Like that's that, what's that, in that mind. Motor, you'll never blow the motor. You'll fucking blow a transmission and everything else. But that motor's gonna last a lifetime. From a- that that thing is a tank. I mean, it, it's a. That's what I have, and it's it's a great engine. I love it. But everything else, I'm just like, oh, God, it's just constant project work. But it's, I mean, I enjoy doing it here and there, but it's just nice. It's expensive. Yeah, that's, uh, it's got to be a more expensive power, a more expensive hobby than powerlifting, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll, uh, round this out with my last one. Uh, this one might be the most elaborate, uh, one that comes <laughs> to the good story. So I want to hear if, uh, this is unpaid or underrated. 
We're talking about hole 17 at TPC Sawgrass. <laughs> and I think like four people told me about this. One, oh so God! A why well, a well-known Ryan story? I, I I should have said this was off topic. I didn't even think this would come up. Um, <laughs> so shitting in a garden was good, but this is off. I, I mean, okay. any anyone that knows like golf at all knows like the the TPC Sawgrass, like the hole seventeen, the Island Green. You know, it's, it's like one of the coolest holes in golf um and especially like you know it, it can test your metal it, it's and that, that day playing like i was teeing off incredibly like I, I was hitting great drivers and everything my irons were terrible and so we get to 17 i didn't have any sort of confidence going into that i was like this is not going to go well um and i already had that mindset in my head which is you know the the mistake but get up tee it up and uh it was like 135 yards, get my club, and then I just chunk it, like, maybe uh, 10 feet away from me into the water. I was like, oh, God. And then, sure enough, my brother, you know, instigated. He's like, oh, hit another one. So, tossed me another ball. I was like, I don't want to. And so, I was like, all right, put it down. Almost the same thing, just a little bit more right this time. And I was like, all right. I'll just go to the drop zone. He's like, no, hit another one. Like, throws me another ball. It's like, no, like. Just let me go to the drop zone and he's like, uh, just hit it. I was like, okay, hit it again. Guess what happened? Water. So I was like, all right, I'm I'm going to the drop zone, take it there, and then hit a little chip shot uh, onto the green. Actually, make it this time and make like a, a ten on a par three. So that you know. <laughs> but all that being said, hole seventeen is uh, underrated. Nice. So that's that's kind of your. Uh, uh... 10 cup moment then, huh? Except without the yes. happy ending where he actually did land it, even though he yeah, lost the round. There was, there was no happy ending on that, on that <laughs> course. I mean, getting to play the course was, uh, you know, incredible. Um, but apart from that, like the actual game of golf that I played was dog shit. Nice. Well, well, you passed and that, uh, that rounds out our, uh, you know, 25th version of unpaid and underrated. Excellent, man. That was that was stressful. Uh, is Happy Gilmore the best Adam Sandler movie? I know hard hard hitting questions here on Unpaid and Underrated. <laughs> it's it's one of my favorites. I don't know if it's the best. Uh, depends on who you ask, but well, if you ask Keith, the best one is that one where he played the sister and the brother. Jack, Jack, and Jack, Jack and Jill, Jack and Jill, or whatever, because <laughs> they just have like uh, nobody has any faith in your movie ratings anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, that's bullshit because I've watched more movies than anybody else in the entire crew. No, so. you've recorded you that guys. you've watched more movies than everybody else. I watch a fucking <laughs> ton of movies, but I don't have a spreadsheet. Um, I think what's interesting, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, you just when you do a rating. Do you do uh do you do it immediately after watching or do you at least wait a day? Typically. Uh no, it's pretty much uh, well so in my defense, like I've I don't think I started IMBD into two, until 2011. Mm-hmm. So but I'm my OCD, I'm a completionist, I can't do anything like mm-hmm. and not so I literally spent like weeks, I think, like just in like a couple hours here and there, like a week, just free time, like looking up like 
uh, basically I would like look up a list of like every movie that came out that year and kind of like be like, yep, I saw that movie and then go IMBD and rate it. And then like, just, just continuously doing that to where I like was able to essentially, I would say I've, I've rated like 97% of every movie mm-hmm. or show I've ever seen just because the handful that I didn't, I just have never come across on the app. Uh, so, uh, so let's say a, half of those were rated like potential years after ever seeing them. And it's just all off of memory, but then everything from 2011 up to today. Yeah. It would have been rated within like an hour, a day of watching it. Like typically pretty much now, I definitely just get out, get out my phone as soon as I watch the movie and rate it. It's just like a, it's a tick that I have to do. No. And and that's fine. Like I'm not, I'm not bringing, I'm not going to bring that into judgment. I just want to point out that um, uh, humans actually don't, Unless you have an eidetic memory, you don't actually remember the things that happened. You only remember the way you felt about them. Yeah, and my rating, I guess, would be based off. Um, and that's just that's just how our brains work. Like we don't, you don't remember the movie most of the time, especially the ones that you rated after seeing them. You just remember how you felt about them at the time. So I just wondered that if you're the ones that you rated after watching, like years later, or even days later, or months later, I wonder if they have a more um, genuine or accurate rating Mm. whereas the ones that you rated immediately you were still kind of riled up by what you saw and i wonder if like if you're a negative person are you watching a movie and pointing out the flaws or are you watching a movie and pointing out the positives yeah i look at this like my ratings are how much i enjoyed the movie not like I don't look at it as an unpaid and underrated of like what's the general opinion of no, and, else. So, and that's not that's not what we want out of a rating. Yeah, absolutely. So like, and it's all very much like very few like almost nothing. To, I think for the longest time, I like I had a rule that nothing was a ten, and then I recently added like three or four things to my top like two and like a ten out of ten. And even those, I don't really feel they're ten out of ten. I just they're above what I have at nine, and I just had to like separate them a little bit. But that's because that's how you felt about them. That's yeah. that's interesting. It's it's like. You've been getting a lot of flack for your ratings, and like I, I, I dude. Oh, gee, yeah, frustrating, <laughs> frustratingly amount of it. You fuckers. I, I will tell you, I disagree with most of your ratings, mm-hmm. but I understand them. Yeah, I, I've actually now I want to know, Nate, when you're listening to this, send me what did he rate? There will be blood. I'll tell you right now, but I, I would guess that I gave. <laughs> I would guess I gave it a six or a seven, but let me look it up. And that would be the worst rating on the planet. That movie was minimum nine or ten. That movie was amazing. And you know why I like that movie? Because there wasn't a lot of dialogue. I didn't like it because I gave it a six. So yeah, so I, it, I think it I just ridiculous. I a lot of times I'll judge a movie by the ending. I think I'm sure there was something in the ending where a main character died. Like if a main character dies, you're like losing two points just because I hate fucking like, I hate a building where I don't, he bludgeons, he bludgeons the preacher to death with a, Oh, he's frozen now. We got him so mad. (laughs) We got him so mad that his radioactive Hulk stuff just like froze his internet. (laughs) (laughs) You you were frozen for a second there. I got, I got my Wi-Fi adapter this week. I should be good. You were frozen for a second there, yeah. No, he um he bludgeons the preacher to death with the um bowling pin at the end of the movie, and maybe that bothered you, but that dude deserved to die. Like, like that I, was that I was a remember. nobody was the good guy in that movie. I will point that out, but yeah, that, that's just one of those things I was wondering. That you you're getting a lot of flag for your ratings, and you yeah your ratings. I disagree with most of them, <laughs> but people need to remember that like 
like I have film critical training. Like I attended university classes and we learned about things like how music and mise-en-scene and things like that, that contribute to how the movie is made and directed and written. So I would probably rate a movie differently than you would. And you're just like, I'm just watching this because I didn't like it or I did like it. That's what I'm rating it. Um, so that's, that's interesting because I watched some movie the other day that apparently everybody loves and I fucking hated it. I was just like, I want to talk to Keith. All right. What was that? <laughs> oh God, I can't remember it. Um, uh, I think I paid money. Oh, the new insidious. Cause I'm a horror movie guy, right? I watched okay, I insidious, the red door. Like, yeah, I think it can have really bad ratings anyway. Well, it, it should. It should definitely have bad ratings. If you're going to make a movie and it's a sequel, you should have watched the movies before it. And if you're writing the movie, you should at least try and write a movie that is in sequence to the other movies if it is a sequel. Instead, you write a movie that references the old movies, but doesn't line up. So as somebody who loved the first two Insidious movies, this didn't line up. Nothing made sense. It's like the characters were the same name and the one demon looked the same. And that was like the only thing that actually, this movie wasn't scary. The other Insidious was scary as shit. This wasn't scary at all. So I was just like, bad rating. Can't believe I spent $6 on this shit. <laughs> that, 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 that general concept is a big pet peeve of mine. Um, more in TV shows, I guess, than movies. Like, yeah, I guess if it's a, a series of movies and they're, they're, when shit doesn't just correspond the way it should, but like it's bigger in TV shows because TV shows have different fucking writers and show directors yep. and showrunners for like every other season, it seems like. So they don't care about keeping like continuity of like, well, this person made this decision two years ago, but now they're completely doing something different. It doesn't line up. And it's like they just, I don't know, like that. I, cause I noticed so much like random shit and like even like sitcoms and stuff. I was like, God damn it, that does not like that wouldn't happen. What the fuck? That doesn't correlate with how that person acted two years ago. So they just like change shit just for the show itself. And that's why X Files is the best show of all time. Because did they keep more did they they didn't change, you're saying? If X Files, a season, if the season was eight episodes long, two of those were storyline episodes. The rest were monster of the week. They would cycle those. The one-offs are... And you could air the Monster of the Week one at any time. As long as the same Mm -hmm. characters were playing Dana and Scully, it didn't matter who else showed up. But then when the Smoking Man was involved or anything like that, those had continuity throughout the entire, whatever, 11 seasons until Mulder left. And then the show didn't make any sense. But anyway, hey, Ryan... (laughs) Yeah, we just sabotaged two hour episode. <laughs> yeah, we were like under Joey, two hours. Joey let's go. And I are completely to blame. So, <laughs> <laughs> what question do you have for us, buddy? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you were so quiet that whole time, just listening to us, being like, "Listen to these fucking nerds <laughs> talking about movie and TV." I might have to go ahead and re- reintroduce yourself, there, buddy. I think everyone forgot who you were. Oh uh, yes, um, I am Chris Damager. Hello. <laughs> All right, so I've got a couple unpaid uh, and underrated for you guys. Um, we already kind of went through you know a couple of these things earlier, so I'm going to skip a few. But I do have the uh, the two that I you know I got one for you, Joey, and one for you, Keith. Hey, let's go. Right. So I'll go ahead and go, Joey, first. All right, unpaid or underrated, the Assassin's Creed franchise. <sighs> okay, I love Assassin's Creed. 
Okay. I have played every game to over a hundred percent. I have just over there. I'm looking right now at one of the limited edition sweaters that was released for uh, the uh, for Odyssey. Okay, it's just a hoodie. It's got a flat hood. You bring it up. It looks like the Assassin's Like I have, I have loved the Assassin's Creed since the beginning. I still think it's a little overrated because Odyssey got to Odyssey was gorgeous one uh the original and origins the one set in africa and egypt oh my like they 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 put out a version of that game where you could just walk around there was no storyline you just got to explore egypt how fucking cool was that but then valhalla came out and i'm a vikings guy i liked the show vikings where norse fitness and that it was just so big of a game you got like all of europe not all of Europe, all of the UK, some of Scotland, some of Ireland. You travel to Canada at some fucking point. Like, it's nothing. That's my favorite part. She gets on a boat, and then she's in Canada. And I'm like, no, that took weeks. Where is that? And then back to Norway. And, like, it it got to the point where she wasn't even an assassin at that rate. And now with Mirage... You're, I just beat Mirage. I just did 100% of the storyline in Mirage, and I'm going to go back and do some more of the side quests and stuff, because now with Mirage, you're back to the assassins with the missing finger, and wearing the hood, and then and, and you climb the tower, and you follow the person, and you kill the person, and then you climb the tower, and, it, and you, you're back to that version of the game. Um, there's minimal of the bullshit with the Animus, because the Animus introduced the game, it probably should have ended there. And like where you had that thing where you go like, what? You go in and out of the Animus, and you could be, what was that guy's name? He was a bitch. I hated him. Um, Damien, maybe I think his name was whatever. I hated that dude. And but like, yeah, I know you're talking about. But it never got there. Then the movie came out, and the movie was only based in modern times. Like you didn't really do any. So, like, it is an overrated franchise, I think, with the idea that just the people that make it need to calm the fuck down and remember mm-hmm. the game you made. Remember the cool pathfinding with the parkour that you invented. Remember the cool animations of the assassins that you invented. Remember the idea that there are the hidden ones and there is the Templars and then there is the ancient ones. And then somehow like in the now time we can go back, remember that and stop trying to make the biggest, most gorgeous game on the planet that glitches is too expensive. How dare you charge me for DLCs when I bought the seasons pass? Like just calm down with that shit Mm -hmm. and just make a game I want to play. And that's what they did with Mirage. So, ultimately, overrated, but it is still one of my favorite things. That's fair. Yeah, I, uh, I I loved them all up until, like, you know, Black Flag was my favorite. Uh, Hated Black Flag. And then, really? I didn't like the ocean, the, the boat stuff. Yeah, that, that's when they introduced that in 3, I think it was. I was like, all right, this is cool. And then they expanded on it. I was like, I love this. I think it just added a whole whole new element. Uh, it just... Three is my favorite. Three with Connor in America, right? Mm-hmm. In Frontier America. Yep. That is when they added, like, um, where he would walk differently in the snow versus in, out of the snow. 
right? Mm-hmm. And the seasons would change based on when you were playing. Uh, and Connor was just so angry. That's what I loved about that game is Connor was just so mad. And then his dad was the guy from Black Flag, right? Yeah. Uh, Ed Kedwick, Ked, Ken Edge something. Ken, uh, Ken, Kenway. Kenway, yeah. yep. Um, but yeah, no, like, and then once they started changing the combat style, that's when I kind of really just fell out of it. I was like, I don't like the way, you know, it's like more RPG now. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not, it, I don't know. It, the, the old combat style was so much better, in which that's with, you know, Mirage coming out or now that it's out. I was like, it, it intrigues me more. It's like, I didn't enjoy played a little bit about how I didn't enjoy it. I did enjoy Odyssey enough to finish it, but ever since uh, Black Flag, that's kind of the only two that I've really, like, you know, got tried to play. And yep. just... Mirage Mirage will bring you back. Mirage will remind okay. you again, this is why I liked this game. You blend in with the crowd, you kill somebody and you throw mm-hmm. a smoke bomb and then you run away. Like, it will remind you I think somebody went in there into their like meeting room and it was just like, we have fucked up. We got too big. Bring it in. And mm-hmm. that's where yep. Raj, I think finally stepped up. Even after finishing it, I have, there's some glitches. There's some like, but it's just all games. It's all Assassin's Creed where like you go to talk to the blacksmith and you can't talk to the blacksmith because for some reason they just, you're not in the right exact, like that kind of shit. Right. But from a storyline perspective, Mirage brought me back. All right, cool. That's good to hear. I was almost going to go and be an assassin this year and go and buy the entire costume because I was like, no, this refreshed my love of this game. Nice. Excellent. Well, now I got one for you, Big Keith. Let's have it, buddy. Unpaid or underrated DeWalt Tools. (laughs) <laughs> Dewalt tools. Ooh. So I have a I have a ton of Dewalt tools. I've been a Dewalt guy for shit the last fifteen years probably. Uh but Milwaukee makes fucking slightly better stuff potentially. But uh mm, Dewalt. <laughs> that's tough, <laughs> man. That's a close one. That's like that's that's I'm not allowed to ride the line, so I really gotta think. So let me factor in the general public's opinion. I would say, well, what is the general public? Like, does everyone, is everyone, is like, is Milwaukee edging, like, does, has Milwaukee edged out DeWalt the last couple of years in general? Like, is that the consensus or is DeWalt still king? Like, I think, I think Milwaukee has edged them out just because they have the pack out now and people just want to have an entire, they want their entire truck to be fucking one brand. So to mm-hmm. have pack out, you're going to buy all the, the, the Milwaukee shit, the power tools also. So I'm a I'm a Milwaukee guy myself, but I mean Dewalt is you know they're a pretty big name still. So like I you know it's tough to say. Oh fuck! As I will probably only own Dewalt tools the rest of my life because I'm so invested. Like I think ten years ago I bought when they, when they when they finally got rid of NICAD the 18 volt NICAD and went with the 20 volt lithium shit. I got on that train. And I've just expanded the arsenal ever since. But like some of the stuff Milwaukee does is better. But like I, well, we have a Milwaukee, I have a Milwaukee fan at work and a DeWalt fan. The DeWalt fan's like significantly better because the, mm-hmm. the fucking, it's just, there's little, there's little, like I've used enough of both brands. There's like some, some tools suck in this brand and some tools suck in that brand. But 
overall is DeWalt unpaid under rated? I think it's got to be unpaid just because it's so highly rated and it's not that much better than the other top tier brands or it's where it's not actually better than them at all it's like maybe in second or third place so yeah as much as it pains me because i'll only probably have thousands of dollars invested in dewalt they might be a, l- a little unpaid yeah i mean you know yeah that hurt too like a- <laughs> yeah, was, uh- yeah that answer was much shorter than mine yeah. <laughs> he didn't go through the entire history of DeWalt. I could, I could just keep going back and forth because, like, when you when you factor in the whole the general public's opinion, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Well, what you failed to mention that it's actually pronounced Milwaukee. <laughs> okay. That's, yeah, that's a Wayne's World. That's a Wayne's World reference that I'm sure Big Jen caught immediately. Dude, I just so I like I don't love Wayne's World. I think it's okay. But one thing I never realized until like I was something I can't remember if it was something in Discord where someone mentioned it. I didn't realize. Or no, it was a different podcast. Uh, it, was, it was actually on Let's Get Stupid. I think they mentioned it. I believe, but I didn't know the fucking uh, Garth was Dana Carvey, or which the blonde one was fucking Dana Carvey. Yeah, that's Dana I just, Carvey. I just, I just assumed because mm-hmm. like I know, I know, like Dana Carvey. I know from like SNL and like chopping broccoli, chopping broccoli. Yeah, like that was a really popular song, like a parody song when I was a kid or like a young adult or whatever. So like I didn't like Dana Carvey, like the actual actor, him. Like I didn't realize that that was the fucking, you know, the character in that. We talked about it in Discord. Yeah, so that's what pointed out, and I was like, wait, that's Dana Carvey. There's no fucking way. And then I'm like, I didn't, I didn't go look it up, but I just like closed my eyes and kind of was like, fuck, that is Dana Carvey. God damn it! Like, how did I not? Because like I. Like it's just I, I hate that knowing shit. That's so the that master one, of disguise himself. Yeah, that 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 one really threw me off because I think there was <laughs> the master because yeah, there was like uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I'm so full of I'm so full of such useless fucking references. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, post, God, was it? Uh, I think it was. I think it was. Was it Oldham? Maybe that posted the meme this week of getting Michael Myers and Mike Myers confused. Yeah. Uh, So there was a lot. Yeah. So I actually think I had three different instances where where either Mike Myers, Wayne World or Dana Carvey came up and it just kind of all culminated in me realizing that I didn't know Dana Carvey was that character. I was like, fuck, how did I know that? That's really funny. And now I'll probably like see it like three other times in the next couple of months somehow and just be like, oh, how did I not know that? And that's all I could see now. (laughs) All right. Well, I got uh, one FMK for you guys. Ooh. So we're all, you know, gamers here. Um, all right. So FMK, Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Hmm. So I will kill PC because I don't mm-hmm. think I've, I haven't played a video game on PC since like Wolfenstein 3D in like Dang. 1994. Same. Um, I know there's people out there that do like mad PC stuff because you can like build a PC to be quicker and faster and better if you put enough thousands of dollars into it than you can a PS5 and Xbox, but that's just that's not my scene. I'll fuck Xbox, I guess. I've only played it if I've only ever played an Xbox a handful of times. I don't like the controller. My fucking hands are too small for it. So, but it's still better than PC in my book. And then yeah, PS5. I've been a I've been a Sony. I've owned every iteration of the Sony video game console. 
PS one, two, three, four, five. And I will honestly, I'll be like 60 years old playing fucking PS 11. So kind of isn't that, that's where I'm at. <laughs> so I'm going to marry PS five, but I didn't say that. Uh, exact same answer. Uh, I don't do any PC gaming. I do more mobile gaming than anything. And mobile gaming is a weird thing in our society where people are like, I'm not spending games on no cell phone video game. Now you'll go drop $90 on a console or PC game, but you know, your emoji blitz game from Disney asks you for $10 and you're like, how dare you? Like, do you remember when, (laughs) do you remember when Mario run came out and like, you only had like the first level and you had to spend $15 to buy the whole game. And people lost their shit, but it's just because we have this weird cultural thing where we don't spend money on our cell phones. They're the most important Mm. thing in your life. And I would ask you right now, if I gave you a hundred dollars right now, would you give me your, your phone for three days? No, you fucking wouldn't. Mm -hmm. But people are just, they don't want to spend money on their cell phone because they just think this thing shit is free. Um, so that's an interesting point because I would actually throw mobile in there. And if you had thrown mobile over PC, my answer would be different. Um, But I I was Xbox for years. I had an Xbox. I had an Xbox, I think, the second generation. And I had an Xbox One. But it wasn't until God of War I had to switch. Because I played all of the God of Wars on my roommate's PlayStation. And I loved God of War. And then I didn't have a roommate. I had a family and I was like, well, fuck. Can I get get Assassin's Creed and God of War on PlayStation 4? Yes, I can. And I guess I'm getting a PlayStation. And then I got a PS5 the next round because I guess I'm just going to be PS forever. Spider-Man, Xbox, or Spider-Man, yep, Assassin's Creed, um... And God of War, they're all just better on PlayStation. So it's going to be the exact same answer as Keith. Nice. Great minds think alike. Fair enough. Which also, the new Spider-Man 2 game is coming out tomorrow, so we'll be playing that. Um, I'm going to wait. I just spent $60 on Assassin's Creed. It is the month of October. For Black Friday, Spider-Man will probably go 50% off. Or Probably not wrong. I'm going to get bored as fuck and download it anyway and pay full price plus seasons pass because I'm a monster who just really likes the Spider-Man game. You can always edit your Christmas wish list. It's that time of the year where I going to start like looking around for like, all right, what's a couple $50, $60 presents I can buy or I can like add to my wish list to like get yeah. his gifts. No, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Is that it? So what you got for us? That's all I got. Love it. Great that stuff. Great. Had me go off for a few minutes there on Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Somebody's gonna disagree I mean, with me, but it is what I I like Valhalla better. But that's just because I never I never loved the 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 assassin aspect. I just I found it to be too slow, and I wasn't good enough at playing video games to be efficient at it. Mm-hmm. So me not being a good mm-hmm. video game player, give me the open world, and I'll. I think I've only even actually completed like story mode at like thirty percent on Valhalla, and I didn't even know there was a new one and. I'll probably won't get back to the the one that I have collecting dust in my entertainment center as is, but uh Valhalla was so fucking boring, man. Like yeah, it was. the open world aspect. I just it's needed to be I, it is open. It, then play Origins. Cause at least then you're getting like the introduction to the assassins. Whereas with Valhalla, she's just like 
I played as, as she. She's she's not even an assassin. That was one you could you could pick like which route you went right because I definitely would yes. pick the dude Odyssey and Valhalla. You could pick. All right, it makes sense. Yeah, it just it just wasn't my game. Yeah, it just it. I played it and I played the crap out of it, and then essentially like it was just like every season had a DLC. And then they released this other DLC, and then they released this, this one, and this one, and this one, and it just got to the point where I was like, I don't want to do this anymore, and I can't keep grinding to try and make her powerful enough to like play the game because I don't want to just go raiding all the time. So it just it it was a Viking video game. It wasn't an Assassin's Creed video game for me. Maybe the marketing is what bothered me. I don't know, but yeah, I'm so bored of that game. None of those like really came across like especially that one. It just didn't like it didn't have the Assassin's Creed feel. It just it was just a Viking video game. Like yeah, it did not further yeah. the Hidden Ones Templar War in any way. Which if that's what they marketed, that's fine. Like that, yeah. it would have been a cool game, but it's not an Assassin's Creed. Yeah. But all right, want to wrap yeah. this up? Let's wrap this up. Two and a half hours, guys. We did it. Yeah. We did two and a half hours. We didn't go to three this time. If we can sign off in like 90 seconds, we should be good. I'll be so tired tomorrow morning. (laughs) Yeah, me too. It's it's the first day I don't have to be up at six, and I'll be up at 6.30. You can find me at uh, Joey underscore Malesco, I'm Ali CZKO. You can find us on um, Obsidian Ammonia. Use the code unpaid. I just got a referral order while we were talking. Oh, nice. I just got an update. Yeah, yeah. It uh, puts our profile up to six. Well, my profile up to sixteenth. But ever since launching the unpaid, I have noticed you guys are using it. Uh, pumpkin spice lobotomy seems to be the most popular thing you're buying at the moment. Keep it up. It's a great product. Save yourself some money on it and use our code. That is fantastic of you. Um, but who cares about that? Just follow unpaidinternpodcast.com. And the Instagram for us, where Keith posts reels, is unpaid and underrated podcast. Keith, where can we find you? Ryan, where can we find you? Big Keith. uh, Keith Honeycutt 73 on Instagram. And go follow my orange gym, the no wine cellar. And you can follow me at uh, Jacked and Ginger on Instagram. Now, the only thing I got to point out, um, you know, your, your mustache is amazing. Your mustache is fantastic. Um, it, I know Matt really wanted to be here to talk to you about having a mustache, because uh, I know he mm-hmm, had one mm-hmm. at the Lift Hard Live Easy. So, um, we did reach out to Matt again, and he just bailed on us again. So, Matt, classic. Yeah, come on, Matt, get on here. Mostly squat videos. We're waiting for you. Keith, see us out. See you next Tuesday, boys. Uh, uh.